What's up and welcome to the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aslam, a.k.a. The Architect, accompanied by Dan, the anti-socialist. How's it going, Dan? How's it going, Aslam? In this episode, we're going to talk about Amazon's new streaming service, Amazon Luna. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about, or a lot about, Xbox acquiring ZeniMax and Bethesda. And are they still consumer-friendly or not? And we're going to talk about PlayStation 5 definitely not being consumer-friendly. <laughs> That's damn straight. Big-ass week of gaming news. Also, special guest. Stay tuned. So sit back, relax, while we whisper that sweet, sweet wisdom in your ears. Music. You are now listening to Los Wise Guys Production. Apple has created their own mask <clears throat> for COVID and um, Unbox Therapy did an unboxing of it. But the masks are only available to Apple employees. I don't think they're selling them. But I got to say, man, those masks look pretty good. Like they're, um, yeah, they're really good. <clears throat> the way they were, sh- the way they were shaped. And the way they sit on the face and everything was way better than the, those triangular N95 masks <clears throat> and the the regular blue surgical masks that are like kind of mm-hmm. like open on the sides. Like I'm the way that one just fit on your face was like really nice. So I got to give it up I'm to Apple. But I feel like if they <clears> – I'm sorry. I have a lot of phlegm. I don't know why. But I feel like if they were selling that to the consumers – um. It would be $99 for a pack of five because they're giving a pack of five to their employees and they're like reusable. Like you wash them Mm -hmm. and they have instructions on how many hours a day you can wear them and then wash them and whatever and how many times to use them. So, yeah, I feel like if they were selling them to the consumer, it'd be like eye mask for like $99. (laughs) Well, I just think this whole market is kind of crazy because, like, the NFL jumped on that immediately when people were selling masks and put their logos all over masks. But the subscript oh, yeah. on them literally says not intended to pr- to protect against the COVID virus. So wow. it literally is just a, yeah, it literally is just for style. So like, it, if no one's reading the fine print, they're just and that's the thing. That's why it sucks because even when you're going out and you're seeing people wearing all this type of shit, they're not medical grade or anything like that to protect you from it. Luckily, Jazz and I, uh, Jazz's friend Leah, she works at a hospital. Her coworker was able to get like medical grade uh, fabric masks, so they're soft. They're not that uh, that harder material on your face and things like that. And uh, and you could wash them and reuse them. So that's what we've been using, and it's been perfect. Nice. Um, I don't like this Apple mask. You don't like what? This Apple mask looks stupid. It, it, there's there's a. It looks like a KN95. Okay. Well, I don't know. K- it, it is very similar. Yeah. I don't know what that one looks like. Uh, KN95 is uh, they're of sort. They're supposedly rumor is they're not as good as N95s. They were being like uh, produced in China after like the whole N95 shortage, and a couple made their way over here. We we're using them for a while in the hospital, 
they were they had the same exact design that I'm seeing this Apple thing, or at least one of the variations of the Apple ones. And it's it because it loops around the ears as opposed to like going around the back of the head. It yanks on your ears. It's pulling short, and it's not because of the size of the face. It's Have you everyone. seen the 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 unbox one? No, I because just the up a unbox picture. one has like a little clip that takes it and pushes it back. To okay, your yeah. Head. Well, that's <clears throat> the thing. They they sell. You could buy a clip like that, or you know, fun fact: you buy you get a hair comb, put it in the back of your head, do that, you're good to go too. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but they yeah. had it's already part of like the design where it clips, and then like no, the, the loop things are they looked way softer. And I mean, I would your... I would have to test it since I've used both, and there I've been in situations working a hospital. There's a lot of smells. Oh, yeah, so I'm there have sure. been situations where I will put on an N95, don't smell anything. I'll put on a KN95, and I smell everything. <laughs> so, it, and that just gives you me... You smell smells uh, that you've never smelled before. Smells that don't exist, yeah. only within that mask. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. And Rudy, you're talking about uh, different masks and stuff like that. Um, not only has the NFL done it, so has uh, a lot of different wrestling organizations. WWE oh, wow. has different kinds. The, like the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, he, there's a Fiend mask. I myself own a Macho Man Randy Savage mask. Oh yeah, that uh, was which funny. was which was sold by um, ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, so cool. they have different ones. The cool thing about my Macho Man one is that you could put uh, filters inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. The thing is, they come with I forgot the name of the filter, but it's the same thing. If you look at the fine print, it specifically states this is not an N95 filter. Yeah. So you know, but because I have a respirator from work, I put my regular N95 filters within my Macho Man mask, and I look like Macho Man, and I'm protected like Macho Man. You do that, nice. Hell yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get started, I just want to say, I am the architect Islam, accompanied by the anti-socialist Dan, and the angelic return of the antagonist. Rudy Cardona, how's it going? Rudy. It's going pretty good. You know, it feels I feel angelic out here. I feel angelic. Did it, did Dan ever get a chance to tell you what uh what I'm hoping to change my gamer tag to in the next generation? No, what you told I'm me. Th- yeah, remember we talking. About- <laughs> <laughs> we how does that- it feel, Rudy? How does it oh. feel? <laughs> I mean, if you don't remember, you don't remember. I'm not gonna get. Oh, I ain't gonna get mad at you. Uh, I was thinking, so I was looking at because Dan's got a really cool name. I like that he changed his gamer tag to Papa Sun Killer. I was jealous. I saw it. It it made mm-hmm. me think. And then I was like, you know what? It might just be time to own this Grumbles thing. Ever since you, ever since you started oh, that right. day, I do remember that. I do remember that. Nice. So so I was thinking, I was thinking of names, and I came up with. I was like, I think I'm gonna call myself Sifu McGrumbles. Ooh, and I really like that name, McGrumbles. I like Sifu it too, McGrumbles. That's a that's nice, a good one. Nice, That's nice. A good one. Yeah. I think you. You, you. you have to, you have to, you have to change it before this episode goes up and someone steals it. <laughs> Damn, not the pressure. I was hoping to just wait. I want to just wait till the new console. Well, you can't. Just... You didn't have to say it. You didn't Son have to say it. You can't post this episode till after November. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> the lost um, episodes of the LWG. Oh, they're out there. Oh, yeah, they're out there. Um. All right, I want to get into some quick news before we get into our main stuff. Um, Harley Quinn season three has been renewed for HBO Max. Uh, whoa, HBO Max. Um, oh, I got I got plenty of stuff to talk about HBO Max too. Uh, Henry Cavill has that's uh, huh? No, no, oh, I'm sorry. Has reportedly signed a new deal for three Superman movies, which I'm super excited about. Hopefully, we get a sequel to Man of Steel two. Finally. 
Um, I think they're supposed to surround the story arc of Flashpoint too. I think that's the reason yeah, why so because Flashpoint, they're going to be bringing other people. Flashpoint is supposed to be resetting the DCU, which makes sense because that's the storyline of Flashpoint. We um, only call mm-hmm. that how many years ago? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, <clears throat> yeah, hopefully we get a a new Superman because I really loved him as Superman, and I really loved Man of Steel. Um, I we've talked about it on a podcast many mm-hmm. times. Not going to get into it again, but I I can't wait for another Henry Cavill Superman movie. Yeah, uh, Snyder is doing some small reshoots, and he's getting the cast back together. Uh, everybody's going to be coming back. And reprising their roles, including Henry, Ben, uh, Gal Gadot, um, Ray Fisher coming back as Cyborg. We're still waiting on, I guess, scheduling stuff with Ezra Miller and um, Jason Momoa. <clears throat> but hopefully everybody comes back and they do these reshoots and we get a great Snyder Cut. Looking forward to it. Um, today, I saw a kind of like a, uh, a fan... Um, casting for jason todd and the person they chose and they rendered him and like put the suit on him and stuff like that for red hood was um john boyga finn from star wars and i gotta say i kind of liked it it looked good i i would i would like this i wouldn't mind seeing him as jason todd like an older jason todd i think it would be good uh, personally i don't see it but well, the, the rendering helped. Yeah, I'm sure. Right? Uh, he looked good. Um, whoever did it did a great job. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I can uh, I can see him as uh, Jason Todd. Uh, we also, uh, they cast um, uh, Hawkman in The Rock's Adam, uh, Black Adam. I forgot the actor's name, but I've seen him in other stuff. Um, he's really he, good. He, so. is, he was from, did you, if you, did you watch The Invisible Man? Uh, no. So he, if you go on, if you look up the Invisible Man or if you watch the movie, he plays the uh, the detective that's on there. But I think he's a great pick. He's a really good actor yeah, yeah. from the things yeah, that I've seen. I, from him, I, so he's a really good pick. I was I was excited for that. So I'm looking forward to that. And my last piece of news: Dan and I have called it. His many name times. is Aldis Hodge. By the yes, way. yes, Aldis Hodge. I don't, I don't know. Um, last piece of news uh, for me, at least, is oh, this guy. Okay. Huh? No, 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 I'm sorry. I, I know him. I know him. Okay. Um, Dan and I have called it um, a couple of weeks ago on a podcast uh, when we were talking about stuff moving to HBO Max. Uh, DC Universe is officially rebranding itself to DCU Infinite, and it will be a comic book website. Um, it's completely moving into comic books, so I'm excited about wow. that. Um, let me read you a little a uh, little excerpt from this um, from their articles. <clears throat> DC uh, has announced that DC Universe uh, is evolving into DC Universe Infinite, a premium digital comic book service set to launch January 21, 2021, with access to more than 24,000 comic books at the launch. Uh, subscribers will also encounter digital first comics, exclusive access to DC fan events, as well as steady stream of recently released comics six months after the physical version has hit the store shelves, which is fantastic because we get to read current storylines happening. I mean, six months after them, six months after they've been released. Yeah, yeah which is fine. 
Um, it's really not uh, that bad. It's like binging. Exactly. Um, so we'll probably get like maybe one or two issues every like month or something uh, after the six months. Uh, following initial launch, DC Universe Infinite will begin expanding globally summer of 2021. And then there's a bunch of other information about um, the premium aspects of what's going to happen and some of the comic book launches that they're using. Um, if you did not already have um, DC Universe Infinite and uh, or if you are a DC Universe member, you could add HBO Max for an additional $4.99 per month for a limited time available through October 30th. So, so they're probably doing that because they're moving all their original uh, shows content over to HBO Max and they're like... If you guys still want to watch that stuff, we don't want you to pay another eleven ninety nine or fifteen dollars a month on top of what you're paying us right away. So we have a deal that you can just pay five extra bucks a month, and then you get both best of both worlds. So I'm happy that they're making the move. Um, I, I'm definitely going to keep supporting them. I'm keeping my account. I'm not going to cancel it anyways. I wasn't planning on to, but I'm excited for the new comic books. I'm going to try to read as much as possible now. It definitely sounds like an interesting. Oh, go ahead. You want me to go first, Dan? No, yeah, yeah, please. <clears throat> no, this is a, yeah, because I know you're gonna, you're gonna shit on it, but I mean, like, so for me, I mean, like, it's interesting. It's definitely an interesting concept. After the six months, it's like Islam said, the benefit is that you'll at that point every month you'll be getting two comics, and I mean, if that's the case, you'll it'll help. I mean, if that was me and I'm not collecting comics, then it is a way for me to keep up with whatever with the online going storylines that are current. Um. But it's funny because so there's two things I wanted to say before I even go forward. So uh, there's also been renderings going back to what Eslam said of have you guys seen uh, the Umbrella Academy on a on, a, yeah. on Netflix? Mm-hmm. So people a lot of people are calling for Aiden Gallagher, number five for Umbrella Academy to play. Uh, Robin. Uh, no, no, no. To play uh, D- uh, Damian Wayne. Yeah, yeah Robin. Robin. But Dam- yeah, Damian Wayne's Robin. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't know which yeah. Robin we were talking about. But yeah, I actually like that. that um, oh, he's a great actor. He can pull off yeah. Damian Wayne. Well, uh, Damian Wayne really well because he has yeah. the cocky. He, like number five already has the cockiness of Damian Wayne, and he talks yeah. like an old man already because Damian exactly. Wayne talks like that. So it, exactly. yeah, he's a perfect fit. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, but going back to what you're saying, so it, it's going to tie into some of the stuff we talk later in the show. But I mean, it was interesting for them to for HBO to kind of split that and pretty much put that. So are they going to take all their their H their uh, DC branded shows and put them on HBO Max? Then is that their plan then, and strictly make that a comic book based service? Wait, I'm sorry. Can you ask your question again? Because like right now, the DC universe has uh, like like um titans like right yeah. like the the te- like the titan show is is only on the dc universe it's not on hbo max yeah so i'm assuming that going forward when they do the split that application will be strictly comics and then they'll probably take titans and all their other content and move it all onto hbo max yeah well that's already been happening since a couple of weeks for a couple months actually yeah, right months. Mm-hmm. um first it was doom patrol season two was simultaneously broadcast on hbo max and dc universe um then uh, Stargirl came out, and that was broadcasting on H, uh, on DC CW. Universe for a little bit. And then since the COVID hit, CW didn't have any more content, so they purchased like a license to also show Stargirl on CW, which became so successful. Now Stargirl is moving exclusively to CW, so season two is going to be only on CW for Stargirl. 
while everything else Titans, uh, uh, like I said, Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol season three, um, Young Justice season four is all gonna any original DC Universe shows will be on HBO Max. So Titans season three, HBO Max. Um, like I said, uh, Young Justice new season, HBO Max. Um, and then HBO Max is making uh, has in development a shit ton of DC shows. Right now yeah. they're now they're making uh, supposedly uh, a Suicide Squad, James Gunn and John Cena with his character in Suicide Squad. I forgot what it's called. Yep. They're they're in development of a show for for a yep. series of him on HBO Max. So HBO Max is doing a lot of DC and Warner Brothers stuff. Which I don't yeah. hate. I just hope it's good, and it doesn't, it doesn't oversaturate it in a way that um I get sick of it like I got with Marvel. Yeah, so. I mean they got to play catch up because they're they're behind Netflix and everything, and they're they're seeing that they have all this content to make. So they, if they the best way to bring people to your platform is to make content. That's the best way to, to go make about new it. content. And, and I doing. and I completely understand and I completely get it, but I don't want all their content to be just DC. Because then I'm gonna like get tired of DC as much as I got tired of Marvel, right? Right now mm-hmm. they have a great show and uh, two shows actually. I mean, uh, uh, Lovecraft Country, which was yep. we've all watched and think it's good. There's the other show called Raised by Wolves. I saw yep, the first yep. episode. I liked it. I I'm not a hundred percent on it yet, but Rusty said the show's amazing, and I think it looks amazing. And I like the storyline from the beginning, but I just haven't gotten into it 100%. It also has Westworld. Um, they just announced House of Dragons, uh, the yep. prequel to um, what Game, of call it? Game of Thrones is coming uh, 2021, I think. They said or is still so. on track for 2021. So yeah, th- there's going to be other content. I just, like I said, I hope they don't oversaturate DC content to the point where it gets annoying. Um, Dan, no, I definitely get that. you were going to say something. Yes. Um, everything I'm about to say is my own opinion and does not reflect <laughs> that of the Los Wise guys. Um, I don't want to guess stay on this too long because we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, I, I'm looking into the camera for this one. I personally hope with all of my heart and all of my being that HBO Max dies. <laughs> I want nothing more than to see the service. Don't hide, Rudy. Look into his eyes. All I want is for it to go. HBO in general is just a whole lot of just overrated trash. And it has to go. It has to go. Yeah, no, I'm super excited for all the HBO Max stuff that's coming out. So, you know. Um, so is Dan. This is just his way of, uh, you know, playing it down. But I want it to die. Anybody who's out there to kill it, enlist me. <laughs> raised, raised, raised by Wolves is okay. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's an amazing show, but I'm a big, uh, I'm a big sci-fi kind of nerd related to it. I love that Ridley Scott's doing this mm-hmm. show. Um, but the thing I with also sci-fi, love the, and- sorry, I, I just love the the play on religion and atheism he's doing in yeah. the show from the first episode so yeah. i'm excited to see more about that it's just like i don't know what it was it's just lovecraft country pulled me in more so i was kind of oh, like more into show. that show and also the boys season two has been fucking rocking oh my gosh oh it's my it's been fucking rocking and they're already doing a spinoff show uh amazon yep. already ordered it but yeah so 
Super it's gonna excited. be them in college, or at least uh, they're gonna be soups in college. But yeah, man. Yeah, there's a lot of good content out right in with I don't the like Kobe. Anything you guys are saying. That's like okay, a thing dude. you guys are saying. Not one thing. It's all right. You don't like Ridley you're, Scott? You're Ridley the Scott's anti-socialist. This makes sense. What has Ridley Scott done that I care about? I didn't say you care. I just asked you a question. I was me asking you <laughs> if you like Ridley Scott. Going back to Raised by Wolves is a good show, but Ridley Scott does a great job of taking his time building a story. So mm-hmm. he's doing a so it's a little slow paced and it's a little limited in my opinion, but he does a really good job of character development, things like that. So it definitely pulls you in in that sense. I wouldn't say it's also, amazing, but it's definitely going to be a good show. <clears throat> The reason I even gave that show a chance wasn't even really Scott. It was fucking Ragnar Lothbrok. So, yeah, I just I just typed in Ridley Scott just to just to get a, an idea of different things he's done. And this man looks like somebody stole his last piece of meatloaf. I don't want to watch any of this stuff, man. <laughs> his last piece of meatloaf. Was he wearing it's it like on there his was feet? Just, there was just a little bit of meatloaf left. Somebody took his like. Come on. <laughs> just, 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 just keep watching Lovecraft Country. I mean, J.J. Abrams and Jordan Peele are putting their stamp on that. And it's great, man. I, I saw the first. Episode oh, that's J.J. Abrams. Country. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did not bad know robot. that. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, yep. I saw the first episode of Lovecraft Country. Thought it was great, but have not felt any need to go back. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's. Okay. I saw the first episode and I'm good. I, I, I maybe I'll get back to it. Maybe I won't. That's no, right, Dan. You just, you know. Yeah, that's it. Um, let's get into the other stuff. You had some. You had I just want to jump news. in real quick in terms of uh, shows and movies and everything. There was one thing I want to touch on real quick. Sylvester Stallone did announce that he's going to uh, do a director's cut of Rocky Four. Everybody's doing director's cut now because Scott Snyder did it. But this is the first one I've cared about. I know. I know. This is the first one I've cared about because it's Rocky Four. It's the Drago one. Yeah. And one thing that we do know, he's not going to include the robot. There was a robot in Drago. Yeah, it was a robot. Yes. Well, you, you, you yeah, no. You, are you questioning it too, Rudy? What robot? Oh, the robot. The robot. Fans. My Happy bad. Birthday, my Happy yeah. birthday, Paulie. Robot. Happy birthday, Paulie. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's my girl. <laughs> okay. She loves me. Yeah. Those are quotes from the movie. So he's gonna take yeah. the robot out. Oh. Why? Why does he take the robot out? It's okay. Because it's stupid. Why was there a robot there in the first? Man, Paul place? ain't getting no ass. Let him have the robot. <laughs> he still wasn't. He still didn't. You oh, don't know what that robot did for him. Director's cut. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, that's that's all I have for movies and TV and all that. You want you want to move on? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I'm waiting for you to go into the wrestling I, stuff. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if you wanted me. To, all right, uh, wrestling. So, um, first, uh, the biggest thing to happen is a uh, a legend, a Hall of Famer, um, Joe Laurinaitis, uh, better known as Animal of the Road Warriors slash Legion of Doom, has passed away at the age of sixty. I believe they said due to natural causes. Um, and you know, sixty natural causes—that's a little unusual. But he's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah wrestlers, that's what I was wrestlers don't last long. So uh, when I saw sixty, I was like, I was like, not surprised. Yeah, it's uh, it's sad to see him go. Um, I didn't even know until like late. I was at work and I was watching um AEW because that's what I do at work. I watch wrestling, and uh, um, a wrestler came out, um, Thunder Rosa, and she's known for pa- painting half her face, and they did it, and then that's when they said, and you know, this was in honor of uh the late great Joe Laurinaitis. Pause it right there. Like, what are you talking about? Looked it up. Like, oh, come on, man. So that's that's both of the Road Warriors. The uh, the third, but not 
the third deserving but not enough talked about person is still alive, Paul Ellering, who is their manager, who is a very big part of the Road Warriors. He's still alive and kicking, but the two wrestlers uh, involved have now both passed away. So that's upsetting. But uh, that's also wrestling, and that's the sad truth. Um, so, yeah, one of the greatest tag teams in history, if not to some people, the greatest. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's arguably one of the great, like, if not the greatest tag team. I mean, they, no. they that was during a generational time where they were changing things up and, like, you know, putting that face paint on, putting those shoulder pads with the spikes on. Like, they, they were doing so they much were, during they that were, time. Uh, yeah, they were monsters uh, when they yeah. came out. That's the thing. Uh, all the other tag teams, they were, you know, they did their thing, but then Road Warriors came out. There's this thing. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, I don't think I ever did it, but there used to be a show that we used to do on this podcast back when all three of us were together. It was called Kayfabe Corner. And one of the terms in wrestling was a pop. Now, I don't know if we ever got to this in kayfabe corner, but a pop. It you, Can you guys guess what a pop is? Uh, I'm going to take I, this one. I don't know, like a, Bo- like both a you, new character goes first. that pops. Okay. And Rudy? I'm, I'm thinking some dance moves. I'm thinking some pop, lock, and drop it. Nope, nope. All right. And as usual, you're both wrong. A pop <laughs> is the reaction that you get out of people. So there, uh, everybody always talks about Stone Cold has a big pop. Uh, Undertaker had a big pop. Uh, the Rock, um, Daniel Bryan with the yes chance. All these guys have pops. Oh, so I'm sorry. Just a reaction from the the fans, not your fellow no. wrestlers. No, that's that's why I stopped at just a reaction because you can pop the boys in the back, and I know what that sounds like, but that is the way they say it. No, damn. I, I will pop you. the boys in the back. <laughs> And that means you get the wrestlers all excited for something. Okay. Yeah, for something. <laughs> oh, they're going to be coming. excited, boy. Oh, something's coming. And what this, is why, coming hard this is why Kayfabe Corner had to die. This is why Kayfabe Corner had to die. Vince McMahon <laughs> wanted to kill the WWE by injecting NWO into it. And I had to kill Kayfabe Corner by sending Rudy to Florida. Anyway. <laughs> the Road and Warriors. And then fired him from his job. <laughs> The Road Warriors are, were known for having the biggest pop in all of history. Like the, all the wrestlers always said, when, if you could get a Road Warrior pop, you made it. And that was like that was the defining standard. If you if you could get as big as the Road Warriors did on their reaction, you're going to make it in this business. They were like the defining pop in wrestling for the longest time. Some people still to this day. So like I said, it's sad to see them go. They were definitely iconic. You know, like being a kid, even when I was extremely young, just kind of like slowly getting into wrestling at four or five like when i would see them their look and everything they represented was so iconic that i was just like you kind of drew you in as a fan and i never really experienced that with tag team partners really for the most part like when i saw them i was like these guys look cool as hell like what are they all Well, the shoulder pads with the spikes the face paint the mohawk and then the reverse mohawk it's like everything about them was like who are these people they look like they came out of a mad max movie wait what's the reverse mohawk yeah instead of having the one down the middle, you have just two going down the sides. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was like Road Warrior Hall. Now. Not it. Well, no. Just the bald man reverse mohawk. Yeah, but he made it look cool. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, sad to see him go. Right. Yeah. yeah, it is yeah, sad. That's pretty much, I, that's honestly, pretty much I it. I, I don't know much about him. Yeah. Um, so my condolences to his family. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Let's move oh, on. Oh wow! I, I have SmackDown on just at this moment. They're all they're doing like a little memory of uh, Joe Laurinaitis right now. Nice, nice. Uh, Go ahead, Rudy. Um, it's your turn. 
<laughs> Did you want me to jump into the NFL stuff? Because I guess it's it's, it's going to be a long show. But I mean, I could talk about people getting punctured lungs out here. If you yeah, just to. that one. We don't. I don't give a fuck about. Like I told you, the Odell shit. Hey man, it it literally is Odell shit. Don't worry about exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, so pretty much what's going on in the NFL? Typical shit's going on. Uh, except for Tyrod Taylor of the LA Chargers got his lung punctured by his team doctor before the start of a game. A lot of people, and I want to, I want to put, put a little bit of brief history. Right, LA Chargers have been like damaged year after year after you torn ACLs, teams going down, people just getting hurt. So when when this happened, first of all, there were two things that happened. First one was like, uh, don't let that doctor touch any of your players. That's number mm-hmm. one. And then number two, uh, there's like a conspiracy because they drafted Justin Herbert in the first round to take over. So a lot of people are thinking they did this shit on purpose so that Justin would get a start. And he had, he had a great game. I think he threw for 300 yards and a touchdown, almost won in the game. But um, first thing I thought when I saw this was – so the, the whole point of the punctured lung was that Tyrod actually fractured his ribs. The injection was intended to numb that area, and then mm-hmm. the numbing agent lasts for about four hours. So you have a 99% success rate. The doctor fucked up and got that 1% where you could possibly puncture your lung. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the team, the, the players are notified about this prior to this injection because before I found this out, I was like, he going to sue them for loss of yeah, game yeah. checks. He's going to sue them for uh, for loss of incentives because sometimes these players get incentives based on game time, touchdowns. Um, yardage, things like that. But I guess if he knew the risks that were assigned with, uh, like associated with it, then I guess there's really nothing he can do. I think we'll look at this more later down the line because uh, the NFL Players Association is definitely looking into this. So, I mean, it could be a lawsuit waiting to happen. I don't know if the team wants to keep that doctor around. Uh, I don't trust him. Probably not, I would imagine. Uh, if so you, If you can do a procedure that has 99% success rate, then, I mean, you know, fuck off. Yeah. He's good though, right? Other than like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tyrod's. Had, I, I feel bad for him because his career has been very up and down. A lot of teams have brought him in to to be the placeholder and and build up these rookies, but also try to give these teams a chance of winning. Um, so like he was on the Browns. He played two good games, got injured. He was out for like the season. He was uh, he was on the Bills for a while, played really well there, but couldn't get it done. And now here he was with the LA Chargers, arguably a team that is just missing a quarterback. And he's good, but it's like another missed opportunity for him, right? Like it's just a, it's just a fucked up situation. But I mean, I told Johnny before the season started that if Justin Herbert got a chance to play with this team, which has all the pieces set, he could arguably win Rookie of the Year. So we'll see how that plays out. Okay. This is I, the first I've heard somebody talk about football in forever. I know. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, I wanted. So the the season obviously I started. Uh, it's good that I remembered this question because I want to ask you. The NBA's right now is is operating in a bubble, and a mm-hmm. lot of people have said that it has been some of the best NBA uh, games in in a while because of the bubble. Everybody's mm-hmm. concentrating. There's no fans to um, distract or put pressure on players who are not used to it or have. Um, just you know, they get um, they get rattled by the fans um, because they're booing them or whatnot. It gets in their head and they don't play well. So all that has been taken away. It's just uh, their teammates, uh, the opposing team, and them in uh, the arena. Um, so they've been playing better. Also, everybody had like a three months break, so their body was able to heal um, from their ridiculous amount of games they usually play. So everybody that 
um, players that could have been uh, real tired and not play as well by this time of a normal season have recovered more and now they're playing just as well as the beginning of the season. So this puts in perspective like how good some players are. It's just that they don't have the best uh, endurance to last the whole season, kind of like LeBron. Um, my question is, is the NFL a little better, same, or worse in no fans being in the arenas? I, I mean, I know they're not operating in a bubble like the uh, the NBA, but there's no fans. It's just their teammates, opposing team playing in the you can probably hear better your coaches yell out shit because uh, there's no fans a hundred thousand people like fucking screaming you know what i mean so what do you think i uh i would arguably say that the nfl has actually gotten a lot worse um the reason i was <laughs> it's gotten a lot worse but the reason it's it's a it's a it's a collective uh, collective reasoning though right one of the things is that because of covid a lot of the players couldn't get together prior to the season for training camp and for OTAs to really get together. You have to understand that be- the NBA team is like how many players, uh, Dan? 13 well, players on a team? Yeah, more or less. I guess. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like 13 players on a team. The NFL is 53 players, of which you have constant changes. Like, for example, mm-hmm. Tom Brady went to the Bucks, and he just he has to learn a whole new playbook. A lot of these players have to know whole, whole new playbooks. So as a result of that, you're not getting to be on the same page with your players. Uh, you're not getting to be on the same page with the offense. Uh, I, there's been more injuries in the first two weeks than, than, than several combined. I mean, you're seeing people go down with ACL tears, yeah. Achilles tears. I mean, these are people who are not used to getting hit. Um, conditioning might be all over the place. I, I was watching uh, Hard Knocks. One of the running backs came in like 25 pounds overweight because all he was doing was just sitting in, in a hotel room because of COVID. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I, I would say it's different in the sense of the NBA because NFL players feed – it's two things. NFL players feed off of the adrenaline that the crowd gives them when mm-hmm. a big play happens or when something to pump them up. And and that type of momentum can shift not only the, the, the game itself but just how a team plays altogether. Because you have to understand, if you're losing a game badly but the, but the crowd is behind you, they can give you that boost of energy. You need to be like, no, no, fuck these guys. Well, We're going to tear them about, down. We're going to get there. That can be said about any sport. I know. I'm just saying about football. I'm just. I I can't really speak to basketball. I'm just speaking on football. I mean, no, it's it's the. I'm I'm just gonna jump in real quick. Uh, I'll get you. mm -hmm. I'll let you get back to it. But I mean, it. Every sport is like that. You feel the same thing in basketball, or so they say. My thing is, once you hit a professional level, you should not be affected by the fans whatsoever. Boo Mm -hmm. you, cheer you, doesn't matter. You're a pro. And in terms of the whole, um, not in shape and whatever, you're a professional athlete. You shouldn't have to get in shape. You need to stay in shape. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if you're no, getting you're right. paid millions of dollars, at least That's on your the job. basketball side, it, it is your job to stay in peak physical condition yeah. all year round. Um, you don't need to have somebody come and tell you you need yeah. to get in shape. You're, and that's you're, the thing, and, you know. Yeah, in basketball too, it's it's the same thing. Yeah, you, you have different types of plays. You have uh, for a while the Knicks were talking about how they wanted to run a triangle offense when they got Phil at Jackson and stuff like that, as opposed to playing like a regular. Uh, you know, like a two, three, three, two, or whatever. It's like all these different plays, and you have to learn the playbooks there too. But in basketball, it's worked well. Like I said, uh, maybe the whole n- no longer having the fans distracting you is a good thing, but fans should have never distracted you in the first place. You're a pro. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. But they're, I mean, again, they're human, and no. a lot of the, and and I do listen to a podcast where the, did you say no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's true. laughs> I listen to a podcast where they talk about uh, sports a lot in between their regular stuff. 
and they talk about how a lot of these players are just like ego driven as on the basketball side. Absolutely. And that, and it's just like, that's what gets in the way of uh, their greatness is just their egos, whether they're not staying in shape or blah, 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 or their coaching staff or all this, all this nonsense that shouldn't be there because they're getting paid millions of dollars. But that's besides the point. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, Rudy, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I mean, like, I think it's also different in the sense, like, I've seen in basketball where one player can take over a game and really change the momentum, yes, right? Ba- yes, Football, at football, every position is dependent on another position. Like, wide mm-hmm. receivers can't get anything done without their quarterbacks. Quarterbacks can't get anything done without their offensive line. Like, everything is is really dependent. The There's only no thing one player back- that can change the game. Like, exactly. LeBron can make a turnover of, like, 20 points and make a comeback and win the game because of his defense and his offense. Well, yeah, I, I'm, exactly. I'm, 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 I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in. No, no. The team is a very big part of that. Huh? The team is a very big part of that. It we is a very big part it, of it. Including but LeBron. One player can make a bigger difference in basketball than As, in If he has the other teammates there helping him, absolutely. I, I mean, <laughs> obviously, it's still a team sport. But, yeah, I've, I've seen, like, crazy plays that LeBron has made to, like, and yes, using his teammates, but if he wasn't there, they probably wouldn't have won. And I'm just using LeBron as a no, no, as you. a as an example because he's one of the only basketball players I know. So because I don't care about basketball or football for that matter, yeah. or sports. It's all good. So it's all um, about that fake fighting out here. Exactly. Uh, actually, no, wrestling. I don't care about wrestling, wrestling. either. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, no, nah, UFC is real. <laughs> um, the the only other thing I was going to say to end on that note was uh, was that the crowd actually does make – it makes a difference for certain uh, stadiums as well because the crowd noise can really affect an offense as far as just communication with them, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Kansas City Chiefs, the Seattle Seahawks, like that fan base is so loud to the point where the players can't hear anything. So if the quarterback yeah. goes to make an audible for his wide receivers or his line or whatever it may be, they might not even hear the change. But now yep. it's so quiet that the defense might actually hear what the offense is saying as far as a play yeah. is concerned to begin with. So it's Yeah, just so that becomes like another that. thing that they have to worry about. Like I, like I had asked about this before with the uh, – Without the fans being there, the coaches could probably coach a little better because people can hear them. But that means, mm-hmm. like you said, the offense can hear too. So it's it's all about um, uh, what's the word? Um, the opposite of like transparency. It's all about whatever. Uh, just solidarity. Just sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get, let's keep going. Um, uh, you want to jump into the Amazon? That's next on your list. Yeah, there's like so much to talk about. This is, one, this is like the biggest game week in, week in gaming in 2020, in my opinion, honestly, with everything that's going on. It's one of the biggest okay. ever. Ever. Yeah. My, and, my and, okay. gaming news ended when PlayStation announced their pricing. Yeah, that's what, that's what I wanted it to end, and then it just began. That's That was like the beginning. That I, Man, we'll, we'll get to it. Amazon. So Amazon announces Amazon Luna. Hate that name. Their cloud-based gaming service. Luna will cost... $5.99 monthly at early access pricing and will jump to their regular price after 30 days, which they have not disclosed. Arguably, you can compare it to Google Stadia, which costs about $9.99 per month. Amazon Luna controllers look like a hybrid between Nintendo Switch Pro controllers and an Xbox One controller, in my opinion. Uh, you are also able to tell Alexa what you want to play from your controller to get games to load faster, which is definitely an innovative <clears throat> thing that I think both PlayStation and Xbox probably could innovate into their controllers, which would actually be interesting. 
Um, in addition to playing with the Luna controller, you can play with Xbox One controllers, DualShock 4 controllers, or keyboard and mouse. This is definitely going to appeal to a lot of people. Required internet speeds are 10 megabits per second under 4K and 35 megabits per second at 4K. They haven't announced 4K yet, just 1080p at this point. Um, the Luna Plus, which is going to be like their gaming service that they're including everything, you get unlimited hours of play, continuous growth, their conti- access to their, their continuous growing library up to 1080p, 60 frames per second with 4K coming soon. You're able to stream on two devices at the same time, which is interesting. You will be able to, uh, this will be available on PC, Mac, Fire TV, web apps, and uh, whatchamacallit, for I- iPhone and iPad. Um, they've also announced that they have a partnership going on with Ubisoft, which is going to bring Ubisoft gaming services to the Luna in the future. And that's what, I mean, aside from that, Amazon had other shit they want to talk about, but I didn't care about that. Luna is pretty much the only thing I'm concerned about because it threatens my gaming world. How does it threaten your gaming world? So we're, we're going to get into acquisitions in a minute. Stadia didn't threaten your gaming world, and this is Stadia's competition. And also Xbox has their cloud service now, which Rusty has talked about using, and he said it works mm-hmm. pretty well. So if I'm, if I'm going to pick something to play online, why wouldn't I pick Xbox with their giant database of games on uh, Game Pass Ultimate, with, especially with the addition of uh, EA Play? So I mean, so these two are Bethesda, kind of, but we'll huh? get to that later. Oh, and Bethesda, yes, but yes. we'll get to that well, later. Yeah, that's later on. But I'm just saying, if I have to pick an online gaming service to use, like a cloud-based service, Xbox is still your best bet because you have more games. Like it's just if if it's and it's probably going to be paying the same price. So it's it's a mix of things, right? One thing, okay, so when I say it threatens it, it threatens on a multiple fronts for me. One thing I've noticed is that Amazon makes their thing so affordable as far as devices are concerned that everyone at this point pretty much has an Amazon device at one, in one way or another to their thing. A lot of these TVs, Well, that's a what lot of Amazon's boxes, business strategy is. They yeah. undercut everybody else until they go out of business, then they raise their prices. Exactly. Because they can and afford that's it. Pretty, <laughs> and, that's, and that's my concern in this sense, right? I, I wasn't... See, Stadia was a different thing in the sense of Stadia is relying on Google, right? Google isn't focused on making hardware. Google isn't focused on putting boxes in people's houses to an extreme the way that Amazon is. Amazon's, if you think about it, Amazon's already in multiple people's houses. The reason why, to me, it threatens it is for one reason and one reason only, money. Eventually, we're going to get to a point where we talk about the big acquisition that happened this week. And all Mm -hmm. I kept thinking throughout the week was who's got the biggest dick like that's pretty much what gaming is all about who's got the biggest dick and xbox and playstation were in a real in reality xbox and playstation were terrified of google stadia they are still kind of terrified of google stadia because google's got a big ass dick and at this point if amazon decides to jump in the ring Amazon has already shown they have the money, they have the capital, and they have no problem buying whatever the fuck they want to buy. And that's my concern with going into the future. Um, Amazon, like you said, is going to is going to find a way to undercut the competition and they don't need you to buy an Xbox or a PlayStation the way PlayStation or Xbox needs to. X, X Cloud is a factor, but you're still going to need a device that plays X Cloud. And, and I'm going to get into the limitations of that when we get to it. But Amazon Amazon just has a lot of power at their disposal. Um, so with with the thing that with Amazon, their business model of undercutting people at a lower price until they go out of business and then raise their prices is that they would need to be offering the same exact thing at a lower price, right? And yes, they're offering, um, like I said, um, 
this this service, but they don't have the same catalog as Xbox or the exclusives like PlayStation. Now, like you said, that yes, they do have a bigger uh, bank account than either of those services um, to buy everything. But um, gaming wise, people aren't going to move from their Xbox or PlayStation to one of these services because they know they're not going to have the best games and and even if they acquire like a company or something it's still not going to be enough maybe in the long run and this is going to be a, um they're going to have to play the long game on this um but with the with the moves that Xbox has made and I'm not talking about their acquisition just the the way they price their next gen consoles and then the breakdown of the 24 months uh financing it makes their consoles way more affordable to everyone where before it was kind of like you had to pay that big lump sum. So it, I feel like that they're still challenging these services, uh, Stadia and Luna, pretty well where they don't have to worry about it now. But Xbox is already moving into that territory of the online gaming Um of like uh, streaming, streaming gaming. Uh, so they're the, it, top. They're the yeah, top of it right now. Exactly. So they yeah. already see where it's going and they're ahead of the game and they're going and they have the library to battle these other two companies. Now, yes, the other two companies have the money to keep going, but is it going to be sustainable? And we all know Google loves canceling their shit. Like Google is probably going to cancel Stadia in like at least five years. Like it's oh, not. Yeah, good. I don't think Stadia is gonna last that long. Cause, mm-hmm. like, I was excited about Stadia when it first came out. Then it came out, and I just didn't give a fuck. Um, and I still don't. So it's just, it's weird. I also want to talk real quick about the internet requirements. It says it needs ten megabits for like regular and thirty-five megabit speed uh, at four K. That seems low to me, right? That's arguably the same thing Google was trying to push at their end, though, because they're trying to. Google's thing was we can keep it so low because our servers and our process all the work to, to, yeah to carry the load i i i 10 megabits is really low though and, oh yeah and uh rusty said there's some lag but it depends oh, yeah. on the game that you're playing yeah uh, i just where... i want to jump in there so yeah. i after rusty talked about it i decided to try it and um and and for the most part it's not bad but overall <clears throat> ain't that great yeah yeah <laughs> like I, I how does it compare to playstation now well, the thing is, I'm using I'm using the um, xCloud now where I have better internet than I did when I did when I had PlayStation now. So okay. when I had a PlayStation now and I was streaming, it was just like my PlayStation was laughing at me for even trying <laughs> um, with xCloud. It worked. For, it worked fairly well. But it, then there are some points where it's like there was a decent amount of lag and that was at home. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right, let me take it outside let me try just a regular um well i think for like online multiplayer it's still not going to be good an online multiplayer you you have as of right now in 2020 and for the foreseeable future you have no business yeah trying to do any type of streaming playing online yeah exactly unless unless you're at home but yeah like um, no no you have no business doing this if you're if you're going to stream. You have to be connected to a console to do so, or or a, yeah, uh, that's what good I meant PC. when I'm saying at home. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but I mean, yeah, just don't stream at home. If you do, I'll I'll stop it. Well, why would you stream at home? That'd be stupid. But hey, people hey, do that wh- shit. What if what if you can't afford an Xbox? That and, is true. But, yes, but yes, you yes. you you have you have a tablet that could do it. 
You get, fire stick for tw- you get a fire stick get- for $29.99. Go get a job, save up, and buy an Xbox. That's my answer. You don't even need to save up. It's $24.99. I, I told you I don't trust that. Or $35.99. Or $34? Yeah, $34.99. Those late I mean, fees. Yeah, late that's fees, if you don't not. pay. Uh, but like This guy doesn't have a job. Islam, how's he going to pay? Well, he, I told him to get one. I he said, didn't listen. I, I didn't say he needs to save up. I just said he needs to get a job, and he can afford $35 a month or $24 a month. Get the job, buy the Xbox, quit the job. That's all you got to do. <laughs> go, go, going back to what you're saying, though, Eslam is like, this This is the one thing I've, I've noticed, and this is why I say it threatens it, right? Is that you do, you, you are saying, okay, if people have PlayStation or Xbox, they're not going to leave their consoles to go play uh, Amazon Luna, right? This is my argument to you, right? Amazon's got so much money. They could technically buy whatever they wanted to buy at this point, right? They go out, they buy Take-Two Interactive. Take-Two Interactive owns 2K and they own Rockstar for Grand Theft Auto. Now, if they buy this company My God. and Grand Theft Auto is exclusive to Amazon Luna, I am going to have to buy at least a month or two <laughs> subscription of Amazon Luna to play and beat Grand Theft Auto and hate my life because I'm not getting any trophies or achievements or anything. And I and I can't talk to my friends because they don't I mean, they don't have they don't have the party chat. I can't talk to Dan and say, yo, what the fuck? I hate Amazon. You hate Amazon. I hate Amazon. OK, we can't do any of that. But that's the reality that we live in right now with acquisitions and money that's being thrown across. If Amazon ha- yeah. Amazon has the money. Yeah, buy, I, mean, I don't see. know, but I don't know. I don't know if Take Two would be cool with that to Yo, give Take them a, is... an exclusivity deal, an exclusivity mm. deal. Nah. See, hey man, but, uh, yeah, hey like man, on the other side money. of it, they make so much money already. Grand Theft Auto Five <laughs> has been out longer than we have at this point. <laughs> it's hey, on man. everything. You see this Powerade? If I try hard enough, I could play GTA Five online on this. <laughs> It's on everything. They wouldn't be exclusive to that. I mean, Dan is right yeah. on that point. Like some of these studios to give an exclusive deal just to Amazon, Amazon would have to promise them huge the numbers, yeah. right? And I don't think they make so because some people aren't yeah. going to be like you and be like, I have to play Grand Theft Auto. I need to go on Amazon. Honest to God, if they did that, I would never play a GTA game ever again. Oh, I I'm wouldn't. a gamer. I would. I'm a gamer, though. I wouldn't. But people that. <laughs> People that are willing to pay the five nine or we all know one person that will. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> what that went over my head? Huh? Not no, it's not you. It's not you. But um, but that's the thing though. That it's it's just about a threat, right? Like it's just about whether or not because I think Google has no problem killing their own service because they're not concerned about it, right? Yeah. Xbox cares. PlayStation cares. Amazon Amazon owns Twitch on top of everything else. So yeah, Amazon that's what I was going to get into. They Amazon already have Twitch, Twitch in, 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 integrated into their whole gaming thing. And you know Twitch is going to play a big part in this. What if they try to do the whole um, the thing that Stadia promised that you could do, and I, I'm still waiting on it, I guess, where the whole, oh, you want to watch somebody stream something live? that Most people already stream on Twitch anyway. Oh, I'm watching this game of, I don't know, Rocket League. I really like this. You know what? I feel like I want to play some Rocket League. I don't have to get on my Xbox or get on my PlayStation, get on anything. I can just press this one little thing and boom, my Twitch now turns into Rocket League because it's all Amazon owned and boom, here I go. So Twitch is going to be a big part in pushing this uh, this Luna, pushing the moon. (laughs) Horrible name. I mean, yeah, but here's the other thing, right? Something we've said on a podcast many times, right? Competition breeds excellence uh, for customers, right? So if, if Luna brings it, that means Xbox and Sony have to work that much harder to make it so that they keep their customer base. 
And Xbox is already like they're like going above and beyond for the customer with the affordability on everything for their putting their games on Game Pass for doing all this consumer friendly stuff that it's just like Xbox is going to be right there with Luna competing with them hard. Um, And I think Microsoft can I mean, they'll be able to get their servers up and running pretty well. So it's at this point is going to be worrying about Sony and PlayStation if they're going to like see what the future is and get on board or they're going to be stuck in their old ways. So, well, oh, well, I have a point to make. Do we have anything else we want to say on Luna before I get to it? Because my thing involves Xbox. Fuck that, man. <laughs> okay. All right. So, well, anyway, so, Xbox is the next. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so, so my thing is. Yes, Amazon would be a, would be a threat if uh, it, like if Rudy said they're going out and they're buying things. The only thing is, Xbox proved this week that they got the money to go out and buy stuff. So yeah. I mean, PlayStation was acquiring studios for the past couple of years. Uh, most recently with Insomniac, the guys who made um, Ratchet and Clank and Ratchet and Clank and Spider Man, mm-hmm. and then um, Xbox just comes out hitting hard buying uh, Zenimax and all of their studios, all the Bethesda stuff. And we're starting to see in terms of big third party studios, there aren't that many left. And this is this has to lead me to believe it's because of places like Amazon or, or you know, obviously Xbox and PlayStation with each other and, and Google. It's like if they could acquire these studios and then either if they want to do exclusivity deals or if they want to uh, license the stuff out to other people, they are going to make money off of it regardless which is why I see them going out there and buying these studios. That way, if there's nothing left to buy, Amazon has nothing to buy unless they try to buy one of them. Speaking of Xbox buying studios, uh, this was a rumor a couple months ago that Xbox was rumored to buy WB Games, um, the parent company or for WB Games Montreal and all the other subsidiaries that it had. So do you think they, they... didn't like it would they were probably in talks but maybe warner brother asked for too much money or they were like maybe this uh studio has better games for us that we well, want to buy or like how do you think on, that went on the on the surface what happened was wb studios was talking about they wanted to uh like uh sell their you know uh their studios and give them all up because they didn't want to do the whole gaming thing yeah xbox microsoft among other people uh, other companies as well were talking about how they were going to acquire it. After a lot of rumors and discussion, WB was just like, hey, we make a lot of money off these games. We're, we've decided to keep them. Mm-hmm. Now, whether there was something behind the scenes, whether they were asking for too much or whatever, but I think uh, after what Xbox pulled with Bethesda, I think they could have afforded to yeah. buy WB as well as the other companies. But the thing is, I really think maybe WB thought, you know what? Let's they just keep doing this. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. I th- I, th- I, I think maybe. I'll I'll argue with more on that. Right. I'll say. Go for it. Yeah. I've got I've got to assume this is me just making an assumption, but I got to believe it. When you have those type of talks with these type of companies, because it was it was argued that they were talking to Microsoft, EA, and Sony at the same time, and you're probably having some negotiations, probably having some bids getting thrown out there. Gotta believe somebody caught wind of the Bethesda. Gotta believe that WB Games was probably hearing rumors that they were also looking into Bethesda or other companies and look and listening to the numbers that they were throwing at Bethesda and probably was like, 
well, no, like are the, whatever number you're throwing at us. Is, I mean, like wh- when you look at a purchase of this magazine, and just to, just to break the news and go right into the Xbox at this point, Xbox pretty mu- Xbox bought ZeniMax par- uh, Media, the parent company mm-hmm. of popular video game publisher Bethesda Softworks for seven point five billion. Now, seven point five billion with a B. Now, yeah. if you're having talks with WB Games, which is, you know, they got the big they got Big Daddy uh, WB on their back and shit like that with DC and all that type of shit. And I bet you they're hearing rumors through the rumor mill saying they're in the process of buying Bethesda for how much? And they want to throw us this number? It's possible. I've got to be- I got to believe. And then you have the we just got announcements of WB Games coming out with like a uh, Gotham Knights and these other games that are going to be coming out, which is mm-hmm. going to raise their value and evaluation in the future. Yeah. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. That's the other one. Ex- exactly. So it's like that company, WB Games probably was like, OK, this number ain't going to work for us. We got games coming out. You're going to pay them that much. Uh, we're going to use that as a, as a as a foundation or a platform for where we're going to set our price later down the line. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the negotiations with WB Games is done. I think that they put a pause on it because you look more valuable when you have more stuff out there. Not to mention, when you see a purchase of this magnitude, WB Games had to have been like, okay, well, then someone's going to come after us after this, and they're going to have to pay, and we're going to see the negotiations even go higher as a result of that. I honestly believe that was because I was even yeah. reading news articles that said Sony was in attempts to buy Bethesda back in January of this year. So these talks oh, wow. have been going on for a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. This well, that's the thing. Like, like I said, uh, PlayStation has been acquiring people left and right. And then uh, Xbox over the past few years, every E3, there's a look, we've added more to the Xbox game studios. It's like everybody knows that they're out there trying to get acquired. So they're trying to see who can make the biggest buck. The funny thing is when you think of like big third party studios and stuff, as much as I like the Arkham games and everything, WB is not one of the companies I think of. Nope. You know, it's it's funny. Um, Bethesda obviously is like when you think about it, it comes down to uh, granted, there was no E3 and who knows if there ever will be. When you look at the <laughs> E3 press conferences, you look at the um, the major conferences, right? Uh, the, the console ones where it's Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Then you look at the third parties, which is anywhere between three to four that year. Bethesda, Ubisoft, EA and Square Enix. And one of those conferences just bought another conference. Yep. That's crazy. So it's just like in terms of like the E3 scope, there's only three other conference big ones out there. Um, so it's I, like, no, go ahead. No, I, was gonna, I think the WB Games one is also a, a a a it's 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 not an easy deal to make on top of that, right? Because yes, you do buy WB Games and the the IPs that they're working from, but technically, if you think about it, the characters in those WB Games. You're still going to have to license the rights to those characters from WB at the end of the yep. day. This purchase by Xbox through Bethesda, you own the IP, you own the characters, you own, you own the it foundation, all. you yeah. own it all. They so own the Fusro Da. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing, it. right? I knew you didn't get it. Uh, AT&T bought Warner Brothers, I think, for what, $4 billion? Something like that. So that includes WB Games, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All that's under the same umbrella. So if they're just trying to sell WB games and they're like, hey, AT&T paid four billion for even more, right, for all your movies and shit, we're going to give you two billion or maybe four billion. And then, like Rudy said, maybe they're like, hey, they're buying this studio for seven point five billion. Fuck out of here. We're not doing that. Like that kind of makes sense to me because also. Absolutely. It does. Disney bought Lucasfilm for for four. For four, four billion, right? And Lucas, yep. that's Lucasfilm. That's it was, all, it was that's four. It was 4.05. Yeah, yeah, yeah. four point zero five. So that's like 
and this is just like a like a big gaming gaming company and they bought it for 7.5 i mean again disney bought marvel for 4 billion like so 4 billion seems to be like the number where like you're acquiring like these ginormous companies at and then they paid i'm at this point i'm thinking if xbox was stupid for paying this much for this company because everything else is going at four i'm just making a joke but you know oh, yeah. no no just... no i mean it could be argued that it's it's a joke but it could be argued that the three it's it's a multiple reasons as to why why this purchase was even made right because it's not it, you could say that's a lot of money it's the biggest purchase in gaming history point blank oh, yeah. period but they are buying all they're buying not only th this is the thing and i and i made this argument to johnny and this is why so just to give some backstory, I've been playing my I've been playing Xbox for, for like the two weeks now. I've been playing my Xbox Game Pass. I have Ultimate. I have everything. And, you know, I'm not the biggest Xbox fanboy Johnny is. And I and I told him one Xbox Game Pass is not bad, but I'm not too crazy impressed by it for the stuff that's on there. But they're not also for me. When mm -hmm. I saw this purchase, I'm also not a Bethesda fan. Mm -hmm. So I really don't care about this purchase. But I told Johnny, I'm like, Johnny, I'm really grateful. I'm really happy for you. Yeah. And, I, and he was like, why? I'm like, I'm like, because a you're a true deal. Xbox fan. Yeah. You're a true Xbox fan who stuck it out through all this shit and you finally get something, you know, but like it's a benefit for him because not only does he get all these Bethesda games, but they get the whole back catalog. So you're getting you're getting games that they've made for years that they can remake in the future and fans will go crazy and buy them. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like the seven point five billion is a lot of money and you know i'll get into i'll get into a lot of the stuff as, as i go through the topic oh no but, they'll make it back i mean look at skyrim oh, yeah, alone sure. look at how skyrim oh, yeah, of course. came out in november yeah. 11 2011 they're still, still selling that for current gen you know yeah. it's going to be on next gen oh yeah of course it's like skyrim saying, still like, sells yeah so do you want me to run through these points real quick and then yeah, we'll yeah, keep go, talking go, about the go, go for it yeah so, okay, once the deal is finalized, Bethesda properties, including The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Quake, Starfield, Dishonored, The Evil Within, Prey, and Doom will be owned by Microsoft. These series will be added to the Xbox Game Pass, a subscription-based cloud service, <clears throat> excuse me, subscription-based cloud and gaming service, which tops 15 million subscribers as of, as, as of April. That was the last number reported. I'm sure it's gone up by then. The Bethesda deal is expected to finalize in the second half of the fiscal year, which is technically the second quarter of 2021. Uh, this now means that Xbox has a total of 23 studios under their umbrella, which is insane. Microsoft will on and Microsoft has come out and said they will honor the time exclusive for PlayStation, which includes a uh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop. And Deathloop. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Microsoft's Phil Spencer has said that Bethesda will work on uh, on its own. Yeah, will work on its own from support from Microsoft and the game's exclusive will be decided on a game by game basis. As of July 7, 2020, oh, this is me just giving some insight on as of July 2020 of this year, Fallout 4 has sold 13.51 million units worldwide, roughly $810 million at the full retail cost of $59.99. 60 and I looked up the number, 60% of those sales came from PlayStation 4 or roughly $486 million. So that's why it's going to be interesting to see which games are exclusive, which games aren't, and what can, they can afford to make exclusives and what they can afford not to make exclusives. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be smart about how they make their exclusives. Um, gotta be. They're not just going to take everything and put it on Game Pass because, I mean, yes, they'll get more subscribers that way and stuff like that, and people will see, but then they'll they'll miss out on $400 and plus million dollars that people are going to play it on PS4, uh, but this, but on the other hand, they can be like, they it's can driving do, more traffic to Game Pass. But they, yes, but they can do timed exclusives for themselves, then release oh, yeah, it on yeah. other consoles later. Um, so that'll drive more 
um, like sales towards them. So I think they'll probably be thinking of that. They'll honor whatever PlayStation has for the current gen or whatever coming out that they've already had contracts with and moving on in the future they'll do timed exclusives for themselves and then sell it on elsewhere and that would work great because if you look at something like let's say the next fallout fallout 5 Mm -hmm. or whatever they call it you release it because they already said everything that they own is going to come out on game pass i'm assuming that still holds with Bethesda. yeah so they release a brand new game hey it's exclusive on us on this thing you play it on game pass a year later, okay, it has whatever updates it has. Okay, now it's released everywhere else. You waited, you wanted to play for it on PlayStation. Guess what? They're still making that money off you, even though you oh, just yeah. waited. So either way, they're making money. One, they're driving you towards Game Pass. Two, they're making money off of you for playing somewhere else. Yep. So it, like, works it, it makes time. perfect sense, yeah. It, it works. Every, there's been plenty of times when uh, when games have been time exclusives on PlayStation where people are like, well, fuck it. I want to play it. I want to play it right now. I'm jumping on it. Then three months later, they but they, you know, they have an Xbox. They want it on their Xbox. And yeah. like, fuck it. I want it on my Xbox. Yeah, and then they always the release it with like the extra add-ons that are added to it later on. So it's like, yeah. oh, I didn't play these add-ons. Let me just buy it again. And Or I didn't play it on Xbox. Now I can get or it with DLCs the add-ons on PlayStation. Or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's it's really crazy i sent you guys uh during the week i sent you guys a a a poll that was on push square and i'll just go over the numbers right now so then uh the poll was after this news broke has xbox bethesda buyout made you reconsider your ps5 purchase because that's the argument going around for the week right 13 percent yes uh 13 said yes i'll be getting an xbox s or x instead of my playstation now this is of nine thousand votes by the way 9% 9% said, yes, I'll be sticking with my PlayStation for now to see how this situation plays out. 12% said, possibly, but we uh, we need to learn more about exclusivity. 14% no, I will buy an Xbox SX alongside my PlayStation 5 now. And a whopping 52% said, no, I'm only ever going to buy a PlayStation. <laughs> so it's, pr- it's, it's pretty interesting how the, how the numbers swayed in that favor. I mean, Bethesda has a huge fan base, and I know a lot of people that love Bethesda games. I have tried plenty. Like I've tried, I've tried so. I'm many, a huge Elder Scrolls I, fan. Yeah, you're a huge Elder Scrolls fan. I mean, you've you've played Elder Scrolls, you've played Fallout, you you've played you've played a bunch. And I mean, I've played Wolfenstein, I've played Doom, I've tried uh, I've tried other games, and it's mm-hmm. just it's just some. Rusty's a big Dishonored me, fan, so it's like everybody yeah. has their has what they like. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's it's just interesting though. Like for me, I have I have the benefit of having both consoles. I, mm-hmm. I I pre-ordered both consoles, so I have the benefit of getting the new ones too. Um, but to me, this news wasn't crazy. The only thing I thought to myself was, you know, congratulations for Xbox fans. They get something that they really that will definitely push the sales of the Xbox. Yep. My only concern going forward was either PlayStation has to step their game up and they have to do something to show this, or uh, Xbox. I mean, PlayStation has been a bad light, and we'll get to that in, my, in the next uh, in the in the next. Uh, section as well but uh but it's just good for xbox i think it's good for them to make this purchase it was fucking genius to make this news break the day before the, the day pre-orders before, went out it was fucking genius and anyone well, who was thing, sitting there uh, thinking go ahead go ahead now finish your point no it's just anyone who was sitting there thinking about whether or not they should get it or whether they should get an s or an x this pushed them. I got to believe if you're a oh, Bethesda yeah. fan, this pushed you over the edge, which is awesome for them. Good job for Xbox. Yeah, I considered it for for like a solid two seconds, um, <laughs> whether or not I should pre-order an Xbox. And then I realized no. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what, one thing is, it, if you really look at it in terms of Western RPG specifically, Xbox now owns almost every company that like makes them. 
yeah. with the exception with the exception of um oh man uh who 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 does uh witcher and cyberpunk uh cd project oh, cd project red mm-hmm. they're the only ones that make like western style rpgs that are not acquired by xbox at this point xbox <laughs> has remember they they have they could do fable they can do the whole the fallout um elder scrolls starfield when that drops they have obsidian who came out with the outer worlds um it's like they own there's more i just can't think of them right now but they everybody who does a western style rpg if you want to play if you're into rpgs especially western rpgs you gotta play on xbox at this point yeah and that's and crazy that the they, they cornered an entire genre and that was the argument the argument was that a lot of the studios they initially bought weren't single player games and that was where like that was all your single player things yeah and then and then now they bought a studio that's going to have all these games on it so it's like yeah, it's it's definitely going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be an interesting, you know, future that goes along with it. Yeah, I, I I've been talking to Johnny on and off about this. He, I'll just give his two cents on it. His he, his ideal future is a world in which Xbox just cannibalizes everything because he loves Xbox and he just wants everything <laughs> on one system. He's and I said fuck you. Um, I definitely don't yeah. want that. But okay, no, yeah, I nobody I want wants that. that. Yeah, because yeah. then no, I, it I becomes told, a monopoly, I, and then it's yeah, not you, good. No, you don't want that at it's, all. It's it's not even it's not even just that. I told Johnny, and I made a good point to him, and I was like, Johnny, you don't want that, and you don't yeah. want to cannibalize. He's like, why? Just be easier. I'm like, I'm like, I want you to just think about history for a second, right? Sega and and Nintendo were the two top dogs. Sega died. What has Sega done since on a consistent basis to give quality? They got Yakuza, which is a great going, oh, oh, uh, great going. You're not about to talk trash about Sega. You're not about no, to talk no, trash no, about no, Sega. No, 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 let me, let me, I'm not talking trash. <laughs> okay, okay. What I'm saying is we talk about competition breeding quality all the time. Yeah. And the problem is, is that when you take that away from them, the resources get scarce for them. So they can't pump out that as consistently the quality that they would be now. We got like five or six different playstation sources that are constantly pumping out nines and tens across the board if cannibalism in this type of an industry were to happen you don't have as much resources so it's either xbox xbox is gonna be like you only got one place to play if you like the games you like them if you don't you don't that's pretty much what ends up happening in any industry yeah it it just happens i'm talking shit (laughs) just just you know i'm I'm, I'm a big fan of those yakuza you know i got yeah i know i got i was gonna we gotta talk after the show because yeah. i need something to play um hey man puyo puyo tetris 2 is coming out <laughs> you, let me let me hit the let me hit the rest of these points real quick yeah, yeah go 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 <laughs> all right uh these are other news articles have been coming out through the week so xbox has announced that they'll let you install games before you buy them there's actually already uh people saying that you can put that in and what that means is that you'll be able to install the full game on your system and then you will have the choice when the game comes out to buy a physical disc and the game's already on there or to buy a digital copy and the game's already on there which is fucking genius playstation needs to do this because i was talking to johnny the other day i'm like the one of the worst experiences is going to be getting a playstation 5 getting miles morales digital and having to just hook up your playstation and sit there and watch it download for however long <laughs> like it's 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 horrible i'm Wait. hoping i could download it save it to the cloud somehow it's like i'm trying to think of every workaround but i know it's not possible um so the <laughs> way sucks. xbox is doing this is it, it's letting you download the game but then i don't like so you buy it right let's say the game comes out november 1st right now mm-hmm. it's october 1st i can mm-hmm. buy the game right download it and then on november 1st it just unlocks no you don't even need to buy it they're letting yeah. you download the full game yeah. and then you can choose okay i'm buying it 
and then it's already here for me mm-hmm. or you know what i don't want it anymore and you can just delete the download yeah they're letting you do the full download so you don't have to wait for that, that game install comes time. out yeah. you don't have to wait for the install okay no no i i understand that part it was the the purchasing part that i was confused about like so let okay so i download the game i don't have to buy it right and mm-hmm, then i mm-hmm. just buy it and then just start playing it or i can purchase yep. it download it and once the game is released it unlocks for me to play Technically, yeah, that's pretty much the same thing that would go on. Yeah, that that was just, yeah, that's what I was curious about. Yeah, but right now, right now, PlayStation and before this, PlayStation or Xbox didn't let you do that. You'd have to buy the game, then download the game, and then wait and then play. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm dreading, as much as I can't (laughs) wait for my PlayStation, I'm dreading the day I get it because it'll be like, okay, cool, I've got this big box and we got to wait two hours or however fucking long it's going to take for me to download Spider Man, which is arguably a hundred gigabyte fucking game. So it's like, It's just stuff like that where it's just like, man, like this right here, PlayStation. Oh, man, PlayStation. We won't get to that. It's like, I'm t- <laughs> I want to talk about my relationship with these two companies. It, I feel like it, I've been dating two different women my whole life. <laughs> I started with PlayStation. She was fine. She was voluptuous. She had everything going. She was new. And then we've been together for so many years. She started, you know, she started getting a little weight, stopped doing things she cared about, started just talking shit, smoking cigarettes, started doing a bunch of shit. Then Xbox comes along. <laughs> Xbox is like, yo, I, I can suck your dick really well. So I'm like, oh, damn, okay. She got the nice, you know. And then you go over there, you play an Xbox 360. The Xbox 360 going really well. I was like, okay. PlayStation fucked up and said, uh, you got to pay for me to take me places. You got all this money. You got to spend $600 just to, just to hang out. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, fuck you, bitch. And then later down the line, she get a little cheap, realize she ain't the shit. And then, okay, all right. And then later, now we in the next generation. PlayStation come back and she she lost some weight. She went to the gym. She got a job. Started doing she yoga. looking good. Started doing yoga. <laughs> Xbox over here. Xbox over here saying you we I ain't letting you borrow me no. We can't let I can't let you borrow nothing. All this type of shit. And then Xbox is like fuck. And now I'm back. And I'm like okay fuck it. I'm riding with PlayStation till I die. Yeah. And then Xbox come back and she said, look, I bought all this food. I got all these groceries. And now I want you to eat. And then X and PlayStation over here like you gotta wait. And I'm just torn. It's just a fucked up relationship. It really is. Aslam, we're going to need to clip that out. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> I don't know if what? you have to do a timestamp or whatever you got to do. Just that needs to be clipped out. Why does that got to be clipped out? No, no, That's no. Not taken out. That needs to be clip. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that needs to go out to just to, just my, to promote this episode. Yes. My emotions were in there. I was, yo, I've been thinking about this all week and I'm it's, it's, it's crazy. Let me let me just keep running down these points real yep. quick. Uh, Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S pre-orders seemingly crashed retail websites despite them giving the time and date when they're supposed to come out. Almost all major U.S. online resellers crashed or errored uh, during demand for the next-gen consoles via IGN. Not surprised. Not, Not surprised by this at all. Not I don't. All. I don't know why the world thought that giving us a date was going to make a difference. Exactly. I mean, it's it's, it's courtesy. <laughs> it's courtesy. That's great. But if now anything, everybody's told. Every, yeah. yeah, you had a better chance. Just let me just randomly tell you, like, yo, jump on that shit right now. Okay, cool. I had I had so much easier success with the PlayStation than I did with the Xbox. I got the I got the Series S. Don't need the X. And then. I just and I keep going back and forth, but but I really I don't I don't need the X. I really don't need the X. Nobody does. Um, yeah, but I I had a hard time with it. Like websites, fucking Target was saying pre-order. Said uh yeah, it said pre-order, but it was going in a circle. Never gave you a shit. Luckily, Walmart came in handy. This is the first time Walmart's done anything good for me. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. PS Five Walmart, come on. 
Come on. No, that's what I'm saying. The okay. pre-orders is the only yeah. thing. Have right, you right, don't right. don't ever go to Walmart customer service. Don't you ever go back there and return some or talk to those people. I'm t- I went there early in the morning. She said, "Yeah, I, I could take you, but our computers ain't working, bitch. How can you take me?" <laughs> She's like, "I'm gonna write you an IOU." She said, "Come back when the computers are working." I'm like, "How the fuck am I supposed to know when that's supposed to be?" <laughs> I'm not even joking. I hate this woman. It was it was the worst. <laughs> Fucking hate that woman. That's Nintendo. Um, <laughs> Yo, yo, Nintendo, Nintendo was like Nintendo's that Nintendo's that, that some whole, is a whole nother level. Nintendo's that stank, that stank, that stank bitch who 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 knows she got good shit going on with her, but she ain't giving you, she ain't. She but you're ain't always coming back. You're always you're coming back. back. And she got that, that good. She got that wop. <laughs> she got that good, good. I'm telling you, that damn, damn, bitch. Um, is there a official? weather advisory? Yeah, there? yeah, there was. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, "What's <laughs> happening?" Weather advisory or uh, what is it? Uh, Amber alert. Amber alert. I don't. I don't. I just got, I got scared. I got scared. Yeah, yeah. I got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's I, th- an Amber I thought alert. it was just me. Oh, it's an Amber. It wow, a one-year-old and a seven-year-old. Mm. Well, give the news. We're already on here. Oh, Amber alert. Uh, Heidi Jordan, one-year-old, black female. Devin uh, Johnson, seven-year-old, black male. Uh, Sincere Johnson, five-year-old, black male. Suspect Crystal Johnson, twenty-six-year-old, black female. Last seen in Brooklyn, New York, wearing navy blue sweater, uh, flowered leggings, black boots, hair in short twist. Sounds like a, uh, sounds like a like a family. Yeah, a family yeah. thing where a mother took her children or she doesn't have custody, whatnot. Hopefully everybody gets safe. Um yep. you know. Yeah, coronavirus um, out there and shit, you know. Be safe. Yeah. Look out for those people, man. Uh what else we got going on? Official Xbox Series X and S one oh this is man, this drove me up a fucking wall. Official Xbox Series X and S one terabyte expandable storage drives cost of two hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. So that, I thought that was look- ridiculous. Just to give a point, you'll still be able to use an external hard drive to run Xbox One, 360, and original Xbox games. But if you want expandable storage to give you context, the S comes with 512 gigabytes. After the UI is installed, you're probably looking at 470, 480. And the X comes with one terabyte. After that's installed, you're probably looking at like 980. So you're talking about taking the S at a 500 gigabyte hard drive, adding another terabyte to make it 1.5, and you're paying only $20 more than the X. That drive alone is a price point to make you just want to get the X. If you planned on expanding your own hard drive as a result of this, if you're going to be like me who just downloads games when you need to play them and delete them and keep it moving, there you go. Then you're then you're not going to have to worry about this. But this is pretty insane. We, we yeah, all no, need to I, learn to download what you play, delete what you finish. Everybody needs to kind of learn that. Uh, I know a lot of people complain about it. it listen, you save money first off. It, it, I know it's a little bit extra work, but it hey, in the end, it's worth it. And then it, if you do want to get this, you know it's going to get cheaper in a couple of years. Just wait. It's crazy that this one terabyte storage drive is eighty dollars cheaper than the actual console. It's it's mind blowing. Like how yeah. th- than the S console? Like how like how is that even? And th- I mean yeah, that's is, where they yeah. make their money and stuff like that with doing shit like this but that's it's crazy at least make it like a, a 120 instead of 220 that's make what everybody it, thought everybody thought it was going to be around 120 160 at most but the, you're right this is 80 dollars less than buying it you could you could technically buy two xbox one no uh, xbox series s's and keep different libraries on different systems and have the same exact pretty much internals like it's, i mean it's, it's, just, it's only 80 dollars cheaper that's that's mind-blowing yeah 
This I mean, I never liked the idea of bringing back memory cards. These these are fucking memory cards. I never liked the idea of them bringing them back. Nah. I mean, it's especially when we have cloud storage. You're telling me you couldn't just find a way to save games in the cloud at this point. Just pay, just make people charge a five ninety nine price point, ten uh, ten ninety nine price point, and just have a terabyte or two terabytes in the cloud. I mean, I think they'll cards. probably they'll probably, if anything, I I see them going with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, uh, bumping it up to twenty bucks, charging you five bucks for the terabyte monthly. Mm-hmm. Nice. Just, just I give you give you a terabyte of cloud storage for five bucks a month extra, or have the two price points of fifteen bucks and um, and twenty bucks with the storage option, or maybe three yeah. price points. It's like, hey, f- extra five hundred uh, gigs for five bucks extra, a terabyte for ten bucks extra. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 a mix. You know, like I I I personally love seeing my library of downloaded games on my PlayStation, but I'm starting to get past that now. I'm just like at this point, I'm just like. I two things I already know that if I just download games and delete them, my processor on these systems is going to run faster no matter what yep. anyway, which will make the transition smoother. And two, it's just crazy for the expandable storage. But for me, I love seeing the entire library. But then I also think to myself, I'm not playing all these fucking games. It's exactly. nice to know what you I spend money on, there. but you don't need them. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. So I mean, also, I'm not a gamer who plays multiple games at the same time. I concentrate on one game, finish it, move on. Mm-hmm. So yes. So I'm not gonna be needing the extra storage. Yeah, you get PlayStation Plus. Like, no, not yet. Get your life together. I know. I'm sorry. I can't. Which I can't wait. <clears throat> well, you got a gamer tag in mind? Me? Yeah. Gamer tag. He has a PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, I but have... he doesn't. Does he have a? He can make a gamer tag without PlayStation Plus, though. Yeah, of course yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, what's your gamer tag? I got you as a friend. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna put that out on here? Yeah, don't put that out on there. Don't put yeah, it no, on. I'll we'll talk later. Later. Yeah. <laughs> I need. I need friends. Uh, last point. I mean, I guess uh, it's, it's, it's the gamer tag is kind of like putting out the, like my, um, social media tag up to you. It's yeah. Just, that's what I'm saying. You could yeah, put it out on here if you want to. Yeah. I'm just asking, are you, I don't, I, I mean, I don't care. Uh, I get, he's not going to remember by the end of this podcast anyway. So I have to text him. Definitely later, not. So, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> uh, last point that I have, unless, uh, and we'll see if you guys have anything else to add to this. Microsoft hints that you'll soon be able to stream Xbox games to iPhone. Uh, I think I'm not sure they already have it on the app for the point where you'll be able to stream them to your to your phone via the app. I think that was announced uh, today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but XCloud isn't on there yet. And I don't know if you guys talked about this on the podcast or not, but there's a reason why this is a, such a controversy among Apple. Yeah, but with the whole Apple and then you had what's it called? Epic got involved with their stuff yeah. and Fortnite and everything. But yeah. Yeah, but did you guys it. get to did you guys get to the details as to what Apple stipulations are associated with what they're going to be what, allowing for what, services? What, what what they're allowing now? No, we didn't do that. So it's so I'm, I'm guessing. Well, from what I read, it's the same thing that they're telling. Um, what, what I'm sorry, what are their names again for uh, Fortnite? Epic, Epic, Epic. It's so the reason why Epic is having an issue with Apple is because they moved their purchases in app instead of from the app store yeah. and now apple can't charge them their 30 percent. so i'm guessing the stipulation is is like hey you can get the game but you still have to buy shit off the apple store so we can charge 30 percent because they want so, their money so it's definitely part of that there's a two-point thing so epic's thing is a completely different situation with in-app purchases which apple has shown to bend their own rules for a sense in a sense of like comiXology for example comiXology you can buy a comic off of comiXology's website and it streams directly onto your app so 
Apple has known to bend the rules a little bit. X, I think, is a lot of money to be made in the prices that Epic drives. That's kind of pushing Apple. But in services, in the sense of Google Stadia, Google Stadia and XCloud are not on i on iPhones, and they won't be in the in the median time right now. And the reason for that is that uh, let's see what it says. Apple says that gaming streaming services like Google Stadia, and Microsoft XCloud are explicit, explicitly permitted. But there are conditions. Games offered in the service need to be downloadable directly from the App Store, not from an all-in app. So the point yeah. is, is that if if you give if now they have Bethesda, if you want to sell Fallout Four, Fallout Four has to be available in the App Store as well as a standalone purchase, or you can't even have your streaming platform have that stream platform on their on their game, which yeah. is insane. And I and I have I have my own things associated with this. Like that's arguably like saying. Okay, Netflix, you can't have the Daredevil Marvel series on your platform without it being available for purchase in the in the app in the Apple Store. That's why I'm saying this doesn't make sense. Honestly, it's just a way for and I think the argument is and this is my theory and my conspiracy for it. This is Apple's way of getting other companies to do their dirty work so that they can have all these games on the App Store. So when Apple makes their Apple TV gaming in two, three years, whenever they want to make it, the games are already there for purchase. And Apple yeah. doesn't really have to do the legwork for it. That's my conspiracy theory for it. Because at that point, you're making Xbox, Google, all these other companies, even ind- independent studios, put, put their games on the App Store. And then Apple just is going to reap the benefits when they decide to make a streaming platform. I can see that <clears throat> definitely happening. Also, Apple has the numbers that they can do this, right? Because they have like the biggest um, units in hand yep. out there. Right. A lot of people use iPhones or iPads or they have some type of uh, phone, tablet or computer from Apple. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, they have like, hey, you want to do this and you want to get our devices, device numbers on your platform. This is what needs to be done. Right. And and they can do that because their numbers are so high. But I don't know, man, if enough people are like, fuck it and uh the the people who have iPhones are like I really want to play this and and a lot of the Android phones are just as good as iPhones right it's just people use iPhones for the convenience um and the and you can get a, a an Android phone for a lower price that has better everything than an Apple iPhone so it's like I mean at at the same time it's just like iPhone is a is a flex brand um. Where it used to be ahead with technology always, but now it's become a flex brand with kind of just like money hungry um, company. And it's not the leader in technology anymore coming out Mm -hmm. with their phones, tablets and computers. Their shit has been sucking for the last couple of years. So, I I mean, we could we could see a tide, but a lot of these um, people who are not tech savvy um, I just see Apple as the as the leader of everything. So yeah. it's it's kind of like a, a double edged sword mixed bag of everything that kind of needs to align for them to get, you know, told to fuck off and then them bending like mending the knee to everyone else and letting them do this shit the yeah, way they want to. Apple, Android, who cares? Go buy another console. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who cares? You can literally buy two with the price of some of these phones. Would you really need the phone? No, no, you don't. Most people do, Dan. They're you not don't. like you. 
So, I mean, I, I have one question to end off this topic, but I wanted to see if there's any points you wanted to bring either Dan or Eslam on the purchase, the major purchase, the the drive, anything that's going on with this major Xbox news that you guys just feel like you want to just kind of put out there because it's all it's a lot of stuff. Um, Congratulations, Xbox. I don't care anymore. <laughs> can you do me a favor? Can you do me yeah. a favor? Can you tweet that to Xbox? <laughs> yeah. I, all right, I'll, I'll tweet it. Thank you. Uh, so, so are you officially a PlayStation fanboy, Aslan? Would you consider yourself if you had to choose I'm, between the I'm, consoles? I'm a fanboy of neither. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really okay. do love the PlayStation exclusives. They have great games that I'm currently running through, um, mm-hmm. and I I like the Game Pass. Uh, I am not a hardcore gamer. I I I'm a casual gamer. I love the amount of options that I have on my Game Pass, especially mm-hmm. when my nieces get a little older and they want to play video games. They're Game not. Pass is going to be not. perfect for them. I learned that with my sister. Uh, they're not. Well, I, we'll see. They're probably not either, but w- whatever. I mean, so I, I've i already decided um, that I was going to get the PlayStation 5, uh, but I'm getting it in 2022. Smart man. So, um, it's super affordable, right? You get that monthly payment. PlayStation? No. Yeah, you can make you can make monthly payments on PlayStation. They've announced Whatever. that as well. It, do, it doesn't matter. I'm getting in 2022. It's Smart not about man. affordability. It's about there's no games coming out exactly. with it right now that I want to play. And no, a lot of the point. games, the, a yeah, lot of we're going to be that, we're beta testing it for them, Rudy. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of the games that are coming out are coming out late. I'm sure they're saying 2021, but that's going to be late 2021, yeah. leading you'll, you'll into 2022. Play PlayStation Four anyway. You'll exactly. be able to play them on PlayStation Four. Exactly. And then so, Dan will sell. Dan will give you his PlayStation Five in two years, so you'll be all right. Um, <laughs> and I'll get, I'll just get that. Well, no, now that I'm actually playing games and I'm enjoying playing games as much as you guys told me I would, um, I'll, I'll just buy a new console, um, in 2022, um, when it comes to it. And I'm pretty sure I'll probably buy the series S, uh, too as well. And, and there'll be a one, super slim S. Don't worry about that by that point. Huh? Yeah. Said by so, that point, there'll so, be a super slim S it'll, and, and, it'll just be invisible. Yeah, exactly. So it's I'm not really worried about the getting like I'm not picking sides. I'm like Dan. Well, I mean, I think Dan is more on PlayStation I, side. I right lean now. more PlayStation, but yeah. I, like I said, anytime Xbox does something like yeah, the, yeah. the acquisition of Zenimax, I am happy. Like yeah. I, I still very much cheer for Xbox, Xbox, so, PlayStation, Nintendo. I want all three of them to succeed. No one else, though. <laughs> especially not hbo max <laughs> but yeah that's that's just yeah yeah so but uh um, one one thing i wanted to say is so uh one thing a lot of people were talking about going into next gen was uh, on the playstation side which we'll get into was they believe they believe in um what was it consoles was that the phrase well i'm sorry say that again they believe in consoles rudy on the PlayStation side? Yeah, meaning that... Or they believe in generations. That's what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, they believe in generations. They believe in generations. And Xbox's thing was like, there should be no exclusivity. Um, Now, <sighs> we live in a world where PlayStation came out, and like we talked about last week, it was like, we believe in generations. PS5 matters. But all the games that are coming out for PS5, you can play on your PS4. So ignore what we said about generations. None of that matters. <laughs> and now, hey, man, potentially, these, these... Xbox is saying, hey... Nothing should be exclusive. Everything should be everywhere. We're going to buy Zenimax. We're going to own yep. all of Bethesda stuff. Now, yep. maybe they are going to turn around and be like, no, no, we own it, but you can you can put it. It's going to be everywhere. But come on. Some of it is going to be exclusive. 
After they're talking about the non-exclusive. If that was the case, Xbox Game Pass would be on any pl- every platform, including PlayStation. I don't believe these companies. Fuck these companies. I love these exactly. companies. Yeah, I love these companies. But Xbox Game Pass would be on PlayStation yeah. if they didn't care about exclusivities. And while they're all saying this, Nintendo's out here saying, like, I'm going to make you buy Mario every year of Yo, your life. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo said, oh, you, you want that new shit? Fuck that. Here's three <laughs> games from, from 16 years ago, and you're going to buy it and like it. And with no upgrades, none, <laughs> none, motherfuckers. <laughs> so that that's that's all I gotta say. So like we'll, we'll see if if PlayStation, I mean if Xbox is true to their word and they feel that everything should be everywhere. We'll see. I have one question mm-hmm. that I brought up that I was thinking to myself because uh, the only thing I thought about was that technically, technically X Cloud is part of Xbox, right? But mm-hmm. I thought of xCloud and I thought of Xbox Game Passes. And I thought to myself, what if this ends up being, Dan's going to hate me for this, what if this ends up being like HBO Max and DC? Where what if down the line, Xbox Game Pass is a standalone subscription service where you get uh, you get access to a certain catalog of games and then Xbox Game, X, uh, xCloud is their entire library, but you can only stream it. So you can't download these games. Now, what happens when they buy these companies? What if Xbox decides to go, okay, well, Fallout 5 is only going to be on xCloud and Doom 64 is going to be on Xbox Game Pass. And you're going to need two different subscriptions or one major. They're going to bundle it all into Ultimate and say you're going to need this giant subscription in order to even get access to all these games and all these platforms. How would that how would do you think that would play out? I don't see that happening. Um, Me neither, because Xbox. Sorry to no, cut you off, Dan, but like I, the, the way Xbox has been moving is super consumer friendly so i don't see them do fucking the consumer over to make more money um i mean that could change remember that could i change. mean granted it, it, uh, phil spencer is great yeah but i mean if they the choose person before else, him, uh matrick was the complete opposite of phil spencer yeah but so far xbox has been having success with the way phil spencer's been moving oh, yeah. and if the suits are smart they would just you know uh, keep playing that game yeah he's a good um, guy phil everybody likes him you know yeah exactly so uh, i maybe i i don't see that happening in the near future maybe if uh x cloud becomes the service they uh, envision it to be they can start charging way more for it which will probably happen um but as of right now it's it's gonna take a while i like, see we just, the infrastructure just isn't there yet I see a more, like more of a likelihood if if something like that were to happen. I feel like the closest we would get to that would be some form of what's happened to Sega. Mm. They no longer make consoles; they focus on games. I could see Xbox see doing that. that. At one point, they're like, "Listen, ah, okay. why would we make consoles if we're we got Game Pass? We're gonna have like the virtual console, which you could put anywhere. You want to play Xbox games? Download the Game Pass app on your PlayStation." You still play PlayStation. PlayStation gets a percentage, but you're you're playing our stuff through our stuff. I see them doing that before they do what you're talking about. I think you've mentioned before that you see Xbox going no consoles anymore. At yeah, some point, like that's you see happen. them doing like a dongle, if anything, to yeah. hook up to your TV or something. Yeah, Microsoft I mean, I TV. can see that. 
Why yeah, not? there you go. I, that too. I just know from being a fan of the industry and seeing so many things change, we've seen PlayStation feel like they were dominating the market and they fucked over the consumer and now they and they won back the consumer. We've seen Xbox dominate the market and fuck over the consumer yep. and now they're going back to being consumer. Yep. So it's a up and down trend. Nintendo doesn't give a shit about the consumer. They're, they're out just, there. They're out they, there just like they're they're I don't even know what they're doing. They're just we, getting an we ice got, cream cone. We got online they're just hanging gaming. out at the park. Nintendo's like, we got online gaming, but it's not good. We got party chat, but you need a phone. They they don't give a shit. <laughs> Which I'm never gonna get over that. They said basically they're just like with Nintendo Switch, you could grab your phone and make a phone call. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I could do that I before Nintendo Switch. I am, but I mean, you know, that's, that's... <laughs> they're like, nah, nah, nah. Nintendo Switch. <laughs> we have just seen it so much. And I think my problem right now is that, and we're gonna get into a PlayStation. PlayStation yeah. Yeah, was so consumed. PlayStation was so consumer friendly and then now they've fallen off. But you know what bothers me? And this is going to be my transition into it is that I think Xbox is so genius because it, I'm going to say then Dan probably knows this from being a, uh, being on the systems for a while. PlayStation started all this. PlayStation now was before Game Pass and was mm-hmm. before xCloud, mm-hmm. but they charged a crazy price for it. I think it was I think it was like twenty five dollars or thirty dollars a month for a PlayStation now in the beginning. Nah, wasn't it more? So, wasn't it, it like over a hundred? It was like one hundred twenty. Whoa! No, no, no. Per month, I think at most it might have been forty nine ninety nine. They charge one hundred twenty for something. Something for something. Maybe it was like maybe every couple months. Which yeah, I think maybe that was like a three month or something. Still, but, still, think about this: one hundred twenty dollars a month, and for you play two games, it already paid for itself. It's still yeah. a good deal. No, but that's the thing. PlayStation. So that's the thing I'm trying to say is that. PlayStation now started all this, but they didn't have their first party games coming out on PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. So PlayStation, so I'm I'm thinking Xbox has been Xbox has been fucked over for so long in this generation oh, yeah. that they saw they saw PlayStation now and said we can take that and make it better. And PlayStation hasn't mm-hmm. done anything with it except lower the price. Play, Xbox said, you know what, we're going to bundle our Xbox Game Pass with our with our uh, Xbox Live and make it a one bundle for the customers, make it easy for them. Place and I looked up the numbers. PlayStation Now's cost on a monthly basis and PlayStation Plus's cost on a monthly basis together is the same as xbox game pass for some reason and i don't know why they're waiting so long but playstation now with playstation plus together is the exact same price as, as a xbox game pass yeah. the only difference is that you can't download every game on playstation now you have to stream some of them which makes the experience worse than what's on yeah. xbox game Pass. i think a bigger but difference I'm, would be new titles are going to come out on that service and they do yeah. on xbox yeah, I mean, that's definitely a factor. I mean, it's just I feel like Xbox has seen everything PlayStation has done and X and the stuff that PlayStation didn't take advantage of. Xbox is like, we can do it and we're going to make it better and we're going to and we're going to make people drive to us because if PlayStation now was included in PlayStation Plus, you'd probably have more people on PlayStation Plus. I mean, the way the numbers were, and I looked it up. So uh, 30 or 40 percent of people who own a PlayStation have PlayStation Plus. That's the difference of subscribers. There's about 40 million subscribers of PlayStation Plus, and there's about 10 to 15 of you said of 30 Xbox or 40 percent of people have it. Yeah, 30. That's like, insane. well, I think it was. Yeah, 30. Yeah, exactly. It's so low. Like 30 yeah. or 40 percent of people who haven't uh, have a PlayStation have PlayStation Plus. They only have about 30 or 40 um, active users of PlayStation Plus on any given uh, uh, 40 million. Sorry, 30 or 40 million. The users of PlayStation Plus compared to how many consoles they've sold. They've sold over 100 yeah. million consoles at this point. My God, so that's, that's what I'm saying. You're the, the problem. <laughs> you, you are the problem. 
but I just started. Come on. (laughs) But the but the convenience of Xbox Game Pass makes people drive to it. It's just it's just what it is. Speaking of convenience and the non-convenience, you want to get into the uh, your rundown here for PlayStation because it's very non-convenient right off the bat. (laughs) PlayStation PlayStation's dick is they it's getting too big. They just think they they got a big dick and and then Xbox threw it on the table and said shit. We got they've been taking extents. They've been doing a lot of shit. Uh, And Nintendo's just adequately proud. Yo, <laughs> Nintendo's like Nintendo's like it ain't about the, I'm happy about with the, the ocean. Yeah, they, they're fine. <laughs> they were like, we had the Wii, and that was it. And that's just then the dicks been out there. Uh, PlayStation. I'll just run down these real quick, and they're just man. Marvel Spider-Man Remastered will not have a physical PlayStation Five release. The only way to get Spider-Man, uh, Marvel Spider-Man, will be if you buy the Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. Um, your Marvel Spider-Man saves from your PlayStation Four can't be carried over to your playstation 5 remastered via push square which is driving people up a fucking wall personally i don't give a shit i beat the game i platinumed it i'm going to beat it again and i'm going to platinum it again i was just PlayStation about 5. to say for people who care about platinums this is good news oh my gosh <laughs> i was so excited and johnny over here like yo, yo playstation's fucking up i'm like i'm happy don't Two platinum, me. Same i got my game? platinums hell yeah i don't know and if I'm, i don't know if i'm gonna do all that uh, I'm, I'm not a platinum hunter like some people you know trying to catch Oof. up with me I'm st- I've still I've been trying to play with you so we could play uh that game where we're two guys escaping from prison to give you that platinum. I feel like I owe you that. You do. Yeah, so I mean, but you never return my phone call, so yeah, fuck you. Um <laughs> weird errors, man. Let's keep going. The thing, keep going. Yeah, I got you. you ain't got no- keep going. Um so that's the thing. So a lot of people are upset because they they want their game saves to transfer over. I don't see the problem. If you're gonna play beat the game, it ain't a game where I mean you just you just swinging around the city just having fun. Like it's I mean, I can only do that for but so long. I mean, I mean, like maybe you want to take pictures and do the photo galleries. I get that. It's gonna be better on PlayStation, I've got to assume. Um, but yeah, just beat the game. Beat the game and then go beat it again. Have fun. That's just my mentality with it. Dan? I could I could take it or leave it. Um, I understand it sucks, especially you as a PlayStation fan looking at the Xbox side and every everything is like, hey, yeah, you, anything you want to do, you can do it on Xbox pretty much. And yeah. PlayStation is just like, nah, no, nah, you can't do that over here. <laughs> Yo, for real, they make they make it sound like that's not possible. No, nah, you can't do that here. I don't know how. X, and they're like, Xbox is doing that's it. That's not don't legal. Look at, don't look at it. PlayStation. Yeah, can't exactly. Do that. Government's gonna find out. They're in yeah. trouble. It's like, like it's the like coding to, for that to, is too hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, they. I'm telling you, they literally say stuff like that. Like it's just like it's it can't be that hard. They're doing it. Like I, I don't know. That's just no. whatever. Um, place. Uh, did you did you have a did you want to say anything on this slum? Uh, this on this slum, or you want me to keep running down? No, keep going. Uh, Metal Gear Solid remake could be coming exclusively to PlayStation Five. My God, man. my God, if that were man. to happen, man. And the and the crazy thing is, like this this is coincided with a different part later, but this is going to go into the question of should PlayStation buy Konami? Well, that I'm, get sa- I'm saving I'm saving that for when you get to that point. That's why oh, I'm not going to talk on this right now. But it's in I've I've never played Metal Gear Solid, but mm-hmm. I'm a huge fa- I'm a huge PlayStation fan. Mm-hmm. Pretty much uh, PlayStation 2. I had the PlayStation 1, but PlayStation 2 is when I actually, my parents decided to buy me stuff that they, they never got me none. Um, and then that's when I took <laughs> off. But I've heard so many great things about Metal Gear Solid. And I, but it, at the same time, I was so young when that game came out to really understand the mechanics and the and the secretive nature that came along with playing that game. Mm-hmm. And this would be such an experience for me to be able to just jump in and play that game. Yeah, and I, I'm, would, I'm in I the, would hunt for that platinum. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, that's PS1, I believe, right? 
Yep. I, I did not own a PS1 up until I got the uh, the little mini PS1 because I was like, I have all the Ooh, other minis. Mm-hmm. Let me get it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is something I'd be very interested in. Like I said, uh, I'll talk about that later when we get to the Konami stuff. But one thing I do want to say is when you think Metal Gear, you think PlayStation. Makes perfect awesome. sense. Yep, Makes perfect sense mm-hmm. that you do that. So what, what you got next? Uh, Final Fantasy 16 reportedly coming sooner than expected between late 2021 to 2022 uh, via Lad Bible. That's a lie. That Who, is said pretty- that? Who said that? He Lad, said that's Lad, a lie. Lad Bible, Lad Bible <laughs> lied to everybody. Lad Bible's a lie. <laughs> these, these are rumors. These are, these are rumors. I mean, it, it'd be crazy if it came out that soon. Lad Bible's pretty good on their stuff. But I mean, hey, yeah, pro- 2020. As, as I say every week, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Are you are you looking to get Final Fantasy 16, Dan? Rudy, Final Fantasy 7 Remake is one of the greatest games I've ever played in my life. Oh, I, I need I need to play more Final Fantasy now. I've I become a Final Fantasy fan because of that game alone. That's how good that game is. I want I want to play it, but it's like full price and I'm kind of I kind of lost hey, my time. Hey. hey. Mm. Yeah, save up. Wait for the price to go down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you a real question. Should I just wait until I get the PlayStation 5 and just play it in all its glory on the PlayStation 5? Yes. Okay. There you Great go. game. There, there, Great that, game. And you you no longer should have an opinion for the 2020 Game of the Year conversation because of that. But, yeah, do that. Everybody keeps saying that. Everybody keeps saying that. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Okay, PlayStation expandable SSD. This is something I found out on the side. They're mm-hmm. been talking about it, but this is this is definitely important news related to it. PlayStation expandable SSDs via the Samsung SSD 980 Pro, which is going to be the first model to really come out that's going to be really compatible with these consoles. That's going to run at the rate that they want them to. It's going to be coming out with a one terabyte, 500 gigabyte, and 250 gigabyte models later this month. Uh, 250 is going to be 89.99, 500 is going to be 149.99, and the one terabyte is going to be 229.99. Arguably, this is that one terabyte is the same as the as the memory card that's going to be with the Xbox. Mm-hmm. My argument is that <clears throat> I can see the price of an external of an internal SSD that's made by Samsung drop fairly significant on Amazon or other sellers faster than I'd think this memory card for the Xbox would. You might also be able to find it on sale or you might have certain things that will help you drop that price later down the line. I've seen SSDs drop in I was price about to say, all the time. Yeah, the, the stuff like this always drops down. Granted, the hard drive, I mean, the external hard drive I have now is not an SSD, but it's four terabytes. And I forgot when I got it, but it was like they just always have these random deals for like, yeah. just remember, it's like just keep an eye out and you'll, you'll be fine. But like I said with the Xbox, play, delete play delete that's that's all you got to do i like that play delete play delete uh next point should playstation buy konami and get access to ips such as metal gear solid castlevania silent hill bomberman and others also via lab bible this is by this is by lab bible those liars now (laughs) one one thing i just want to say uh quick answer absolutely not do not buy konami because konami ain't gonna sell it to you they ain't gonna do it what you should do is go to Konami, be like, hey, listen, you know all this money you're making off of these pachinko machines and selling these Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Here's a check. You give me just the licenses to all these titles, I'll make these games, and you get more of this. Go back to your pachinkos. Just let us handle this, and we got this. We're not going to buy you. We're going to make money for you. That's what they got to do. 
It, it could work. That's I, I personally, I personally want them to buy Konami. I do too. I Konami's them, never going to sell that. I, man, I, you never say never. I never thought Bethesda was going to be bought by Xbox for seven point five billion. I can't say that. Konami but makes too I much. Want, they ain't going to do it. They can I sit want on them titles. to buy. I want them to buy Konami, and then I want them to take uh, Hideo Kojima and put him back on Metal Gear mm. Solid, mm. and and just watch him fire all those motherfuckers that fired him. <laughs> I just want that so bad. And they'd be I'll, like, you know what? And do it all in front of Jeff Keighley, who's just cheering him on. I want, you do it, Hideo. You do it. I'm going to give you an it. award for this at the Game Awards. And Shue is just, <laughs> just like this. What's what's going to happen is Jeff Keighley's going to produce a Hideo Kojima um, apprentice show where he's just firing all those people and then give him an award for the show. Oh, did you guys I'm hear about you. the whole thing at the Tribeca Film Festival? I forgot to talk about that. No. Nope. Video games are going to be part of it. Oh, right, right. I saw oh, that on the news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the panelists or whatever who are going to judge what goes in, two of them are Jeff Keighley and Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I, I, I saw that and I was like, I don't care. Because <laughs> award shows. Don't forget to tweet. Don't forget to tweet that. Award shows. <laughs> I just retweeted Congrats, the Xbox. Like, I do not care. Hey, hey, I saw this. I don't care. Award shows <laughs> are bullshit. Yeah. I'm, I just want. I I, I think hey, it's. I almost feel like it's a conspiracy, man. I the FD Oscars they moment they, will live on forever. <laughs> huh? The FD Oscars <laughs> moment will live on forever. Who said oh, that? Yes. I forgot. At the Game Awards, what two years ago? Oh, right, was, right. Yeah. Okay. I, I I think it's a conspiracy. I think PlayStation was like, look, man, we're gonna buy Konami in like two years. We just need you to make a game. Make Death Stranding. Death Stranding. What you doing? You walking? That's all you do in that game. Make that game. We don't give a shit. And then they were like, two years from now, we're going to buy Metal Gear Solid, and you're going to be the boss. And then uh, Hideo Kojima was like, I want to make Amazon delivery the game. And they were like, do it. (laughs) No, I bet you any money what happened was Hideo was mad the whole Konami thing happened. And he was like, man, I'm just going to go out there and see if I can do something. PlayStation's like, hey, man, you got any ideas? Hideo was like, uh... uh," And he looked and he saw like a little little Amazon box. He was like, yeah, no, I got an idea for a game. (laughs) (laughs) He's like post-apocalyptic man. delivery man, and they were like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Hey man, put your name on it. <laughs> we'll be fine." Hey man, I still believe in uh, I still believe in Kojima. I don't give a damn. People people falling off of him. I, he'll come back. He'll I was back. never the biggest Kojima fan. I, I respect the bad, but I don't get it. I don't get it because you never played Metal Gear Solid. I, I never played it either. I know, people but talk it's about just like, that game. I played PT. Uh, yeah. So. uh... <laughs> And then here's uh, just other news that came along with the actual website of the PlayStation. Here's everything that PlayStation 5 website states. Uh, backwards compatibility. This is for the PlayStation 5. Backwards compatibility. Play a back catalog of PlayStation 4 games on your PS5. Obviously, that's with an external. Or uh, if they're going to have the upgrades to them. Game boost. Enjoy faster and smoother frame rates in select PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR games. Upgraded PlayStation 4 games to digital PlayStation 5 games. The P- and this is where another lack of consumer co- comes into play. The PS5 console gives game publishers the ability, ability to let players upgrade their disc and digital PlayStation 4 games to digital PlayStation 5s. Upgrades may be offered at no additional cost or for a fee and may be available for a limited time. If players have a PlayStation 4 game on Blu-ray discs, this will need to be inserted into the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. The, you will need the PlayStation 4 game to be dis- inserted to the upgrade path. Download the PlayStation 5 game uh, version and keep the PlayStation 4 game disc inserted each time you play the PlayStation 5 version of the game. To upgrade to eligible PlayStation 4 discs to a digital PlayStation 5 version, player will need a PlayStation 5 console with a disc drive. This sentence in and of itself just 
pushed. I mean, while I was debating on a, a digital or non-digital for a minute until I made my decision, mm-hmm. but even if I wasn't, this just pushed me in that direction anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's thinking about going digital, if you have a catalog of places for games with the discs, you should automatically be getting disc drive. There's no reason if you're going to keep all those games and want to play them again, there's no reason for you not to to get the digital version. You're yeah. going to want this. It's one of the reasons my, why I wanted the one with the disc drive. Minor reason, but one of the reasons. I, I, for the past couple of years, I've been buying games more digitally. But it's one of those things where it's like I, I already know that I know PlayStation. I know the way they work. I know if there's any PS4 games I want to play, if I get the you know digital one, I'm probably going to be screwed. So I was like, well, I want I want a Blu-ray player anyway. Um, I every once in a while I, there's an airplane passing by right now of all time. So I'm I thought, I thought you had a guy with a boombox just walking yep. in your room. <laughs> like you y'all talking about that PlayStation. <laughs> but but, uh so yeah no um what was i saying so i knew that playstation would be like that i want a blu-ray player and every once in a while i buy uh certain collections that it's better i prefer to buy them physically like my yakuza stuff and i always get those physically for the most part so i know i could continue to do that moving forward but it's one of those things where it sucks it really sucks but if you've been with playstation for a while you kind of should have seen this coming yeah I mean, like for me personally, it's just I think the fee is going to be kind of annoying. Like if it's like, OK, you can upgrade your game. Dig- like I bought all these games digitally. You're going to make me upgrade it for a fee, like five dollars or whatever. It's yeah. kind of ridiculous yeah. at that point. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, I also don't like the idea of this because I can see PlayStation doing some stuff to keep people busy. Where it's like PlayStation Plus, you get this free game and you're going to get the upgraded version of like, I don't even know, Spider-Man or God of War rather than giving you another free game for PlayStation Plus. Um newer people that come into the system are definitely going to enjoy that older fans are going to be like i already have the game and it's upgraded because i have the playstation 4 disc that i can plug in whenever i want but now you're giving me this it's like ah. um it's a mix it's definitely a mix and, I, and there's so many uncertainties with these consoles especially playstation when it comes into how how consumer friendly they're going to be once you even get the console so it's going to be interesting now, this uh, last one you got here interests me very much so let me see what it says. A PlayStation VR integration. Connect your PlayStation VR to your con- your PlayStation 5 console to enjoy supported PlayStation VR games. To set up your PSVR with your PS5 console, you'll need a PlayStation 5 camera 2. as a typo. Camera 2 for PlayStation and for PlayStation camera adapter. So pretty much what you're going to need. I mean, play- so you're going to need adapter, but it says no purchase necessary. Maybe that's what that dongle everybody keeps talking about on the back of the consoles for. There's like a mysterious co- dongle on the back of the console. Everybody's just like, what the fuck is this plug for? But you you should be able to. The point is that you'll be able to play your PlayStation VR from your PlayStation 4 on your PlayStation 5, which is going to be interesting because there's already rumors coming out about the next PlayStation VR. Um, but it says more details on how to claim an adapter will be shared on PlayStation.com when available. So I guess you don't have to buy the you don't have to buy the adapter, but you'll be able to get one. Maybe it's like you show your proof of purchase maybe for your VR at that point. I'm not really sure. But I mean, it's good for people like Dan, anybody who would bought a VR. The technology is still going to be there for the next generation. So I'm glad for that. I'm glad for them. Absolutely. I mean, one thing when I switched over to the PS4 Pro um i knew that i wasn't going to be able to do the ps5 because i didn't have an adapter you need an adapter uh, for the pro as opposed to the base ps4 um so i was like that's a little upsetting so i haven't played my um ps4 my psvr in a long time granted i wasn't playing it even before i gave the old one to um eslam but uh i was like you know what it's it, it'd be nice if i if i wanted to jump in there now like uh star wars uh squadrons is coming out but um 
I was just like, I wasn't that interested in the game, but I was like, but they do have VR integration, so I could fly like a TIE fighter or an X-Wing or something like that in VR. But it's it's cool that uh, if they do try to come up with like an adapter thing um, to where they give two people, I'm all for it. But um, it's one of those things. Like I said, it's it sucks, but with the way PlayStation is, it, I've I've dealt with PlayStation long enough that I know where it's just like, I know what to expect. If PlayStation's like, hey, if you want to do this thing, you have to pay more. And I, I'm over here just like, okay, thank you. Thank you very much, PlayStation. I appreciate, I appreciate you speaking to me. <laughs> like, shut up and take my money. I guess. Yeah. Okay. You know, but it's it's like, and Xbox is over here. I feel like, I feel bad with Xbox. I feel like I'm taking advantage of Xbox. Because <laughs> they're coming Xbox out here. It's want- like, I don't know what I want to play. Because Xbox is like, hey, you want to, I got it all, man. Anything you want, I, I got you. You can do anything. Just a like, tra- I, he's a cheap drug dealer. <laughs> Xbox is you're like Xbox. You sure you don't want twenty bucks? Yeah, it's only fifteen. That's like, all. You nah, want? man. I just want. Can to I see give you, you a tip? <laughs> Can I give you a tip? Nah, PlayStation's. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm telling. you. PlayStation. Just... Nah, I want ten dollars for a tip. I'm telling you, Nintendo's just like I'm. I'm just adding. PlayStation here Mario. adds the gratuity on the bill already. <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo's selling used drugs. Like if these were all drug dealers, Nintendo's like this shit was. <laughs> This shit was used two years ago. You still got a chance though, right here. So just take a chance. Selling just, used maybe you can still get something out of that. Oh man, they're like this one was used by Mario. Here, use it again. Remember yeah, all that exactly. stuff you thought was great back in the day? It's not so good anymore. Here, try it. Yeah. <laughs> they're giving you expired Advil. <laughs> they're just reselling expired. What's Advil this? Do? I don't know. It might do something here. Full price. Yeah. Here, Full test price. this out for us. Sixty bucks. Oh I my god. Hey man, I've been yeah. going hard on Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's everything I got as far as gaming news is concerned, though. Um, nah, man. Like I said, the 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 biggest takeaway there for me, I mean, great, the whole Xbox being consumer friendly as opposed to PlayStation being the opposite anti-consumer, some would say. But it's one of those things where it's like I've gotten so used to seeing this, I don't see much of a difference. Um, the biggest takeaway from the PlayStation side to me is what to do about the konami situation that's that's the most you know riveting piece of news there for me um it, it's it's all about these acquisitions i want to see if they can do it what if somebody can afford to i mean i know they can afford but what if somebody actually gets ubisoft what if ea exclusively partners with somebody what if square enix is just like you know what i'm only going to work with these guys you know it's like these are big deals wb2 like these are all things that's just like my God, just imagine if this could happen. But I feel like for those companies that make cross-platform games, it hurts them to be exclusive. Well, that's the thing. Maybe they're not going to be exclusive because once again, look at uh, Minecraft, owned by Microsoft, but playable everywhere. Mm-hmm. You play it on PlayStation. Microsoft's making that money. It's yeah. so it's not necessarily like you could do it. Like like with oh, Bethesda. you can still buy them. But you own you them, still, and then yes, you yes, you yes, license yes, out. Okay the games like you could play them wherever but i'm still gonna make money off of you yes yes. or that's true, if yes. or you could make the decision and be like no i'm gonna make it exclusive if you want to play it, you have to come to me mm-hmm. and it's gonna it, it should honestly i i don't mind that i don't mind seeing that um i feel like that's a, that's a feature i could get into i feel like that brings up the competition and like we always say um what, what do we say <laughs> greatness thrives from competition yes is that what we say you know what i always say i say keep your console so if you're upset about this whole PS4 thing. Oh, I can't play my PS4 games on PS5. Why are you trading in your console? We used to do a little podcast called Gamer v Gamer. And I used to say all the time, keep your consoles. We we're going to make that into a shirt. And it never happened. 
Yeah. But <laughs> we should make that. Keep shit your tough. consoles. Okay. That's this the shirt is this I'm is I, this is it's funny. It's it's an <laughs> ideal situation. Like nah. PlayStation PlayStation was pushing everyone to get a PlayStation Five. Like I was talking so much shit to Johnny as a result of X of Halo being pushed out and not mm-hmm. being on the console the moment it dropped. And then I told him like even when it drops, I'm just gonna get it on my Xbox One. There's no reason. Then it got pushed out. And then now play and I'm like PlayStation. I was been talking shit. I'm like Miles Morales only on PlayStation Five. Wait, what? <laughs> PlayStation Four. Oh, okay, okay. Horizon yeah. only on PlayStation Five. Wait, huh? PlayStation Four. Okay, all right. Hold on. Uh, yeah. And he likes this point. There's no literally for the next and playstation's already said i don't know how far they're going to push this though but playstation's already said they're on a roadmap to continue to support the playstation 4 for the next four years They've yeah openly i, I said talked about that. that i talked about that last week yeah, where i yeah. said by the time god of war ragnarok comes out maybe maybe that could be the one that they push and they're just like only available on be. ps5 but i could see it i could see it go on the ps4 too I'll, I'll punch so I'll fucking I'll punch Corey Borlaug, Borlaug in the face. <laughs> yeah, I'll you know what we should ass. do? You know what we should do? Let's kill HBO Max. That's what we should do. Get rid of it. <laughs> Get it out of here. Get it out of here. Oh my gosh, stop hating on HBO Max. They're killing um, what I love. All right, final thoughts, like guys. Final thoughts. No final thoughts? Oh, final thoughts. I, uh Rudy. Oh, I thought I was I thought we were just having a moment of silence or something. Dan really didn't hear you. Um <laughs> I, you know, like I, I was mad about the Bethesda purchase, but then I'm not mad. And then I asked myself, do I even play these games? No, I don't. Yeah, Am do I in care? the majority? <laughs> I'm, I'm probably in the minority related to the Bethesda games, but I don't care. All I care about is that Sony and Xbox continue. And I and I don't and I don't want Xbox. I don't want PlayStation to get in its own way and fuck it up and, and go back to their old ways and fuck it up for the consumer. Xbox is showing that they're going for the consumer. They've learned from their mistakes and they are dominating on every level that play that they've seen PlayStation do first and they're doing it better. Mm-hmm. That's what like Apple. Apple sees what other companies do first and then they do it better. They don't care about being first. Just do it better. PlayStation needs to see what Xbox is doing and just do it better. That's 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 pretty much it. Until then, I'm away for these new consoles. I got the PlayStation 5. Uh, I'm going to go with the physical and I got the S and I'm good. I'm good. Dan? Uh, for me, so, I mean, like I said, we talked a lot about PS4, PS5, Series S, X, Xbox One, One X, you know, Luna, Stadia, Nintendo, Switch, We everything. We talked about everything. And at the end of the day, I'm thinking more and more Gary Oldman just might be the greatest actor of all time. <clears throat> yeah, so f- my final thoughts are that this better be our fucking last full episode about gaming because i'm tired of this shit Mm -hmm. um this better be the last one for the season Mm -hmm. so hopefully next week we'll talk about playstation buys rockstar and we're right back here oh my god i can't i can't do it again god man (laughs) bro i'll fucking quit this podcast (laughs) like i didn't become a gamer just so i could fucking talk about this shit every week this is not a gaming podcast um but it's okay um Thank you for listening to the Los Wise Guys podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. Um, and as always, have a great week. <laughs>